Grab your brush and put a little makeup. <laughs> Just gotta uh, put in my fake eyelashes here. So, Bird, why did you leave the keys up on the table? Excuse me. <laughs> You're making a reference to something, and I don't understand it. So, <laughs> I'm afraid that uh, we're gonna have to drop that one right on the ground. <laughs> it's something it's I've, like, I, I've been doing it a few too many times. Football. So and late, just lately, sailed over my head. for no good reason, I've been f using the lyrics of Chop Suey by System of a Down, but just phrasing <laughs> oh, them like actual sentences. That's right. That's right. Why'd you leave your keys up on the table? I'm, I'm yeah. used to hearing that more as, why'd you leave your keys up on the table? Because you wanted to. <laughs> wake up. I usually hear it Grab your brush and put a little makeup. <laughs> that's like the uh, John Cheese uh, lounge singer version of it. <laughs> Oh no. Mm-hmm. Or like what is it? Uh I think you're crazy, but sung by like that guy with the guitar. Like, wow, okay. Descriptive. Well, because uh, it's not it's normally like some sort of funk song or something. And then, then some guy's like okay. doing, gonna do like I'm a it's a really slow acoustic guy song thing. That's a good sentence. I did it. A slow acoustic guy. Yeah. So he's a regular guy, but he's just this like I'm gonna play you listen, a song. Listen, listen. Hide the scars to fade away the shakeup. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How's everyone's Saturday going? Wander, you, have you set up your stream yet? My Saturday's uh, great-ish. Setting it up now. I, I'm just gonna be running around in Zelda, I think, while we yeah. podcast. Of course. I mean, like, Zelda came out yesterday, and I had to get a Switch in the morning, so... Mm -hmm. Sleep is not really a thing last night, but aside mm. from the not sleep, uh, I got to see Logan, so it's an alright day so far. Yeah, good, good. I good movie. spent my day working. <laughs> Yay! Mm -hmm. The only way but you can tell weekdays from weekends is what kind of work you do. <laughs> <laughs> the The best kind of work is the work you don't get paid for, which is oh, what yeah. I was working on. Yeah, yep. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, everyone knows that Let's Play got way worse when I started getting money for it. That's really the <laughs> that was really the deciding factor. Mm -hmm. It was perfect before then when I when I just used <laughs> up all my time and mm -hmm. uh, and got ruined. nothing to show for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Word. So somebody sent me a question that pissed me off already. Yeah, it's go for it. Okay. No, no, not... no, no. What? Well, let's let's start the podcast. No, we're already then... podcasting. Okay. Oh, yeah. We already synced kind it up. Of. I don't know what you've been doing, but we've been talking, so fuck it. I, I'm I'm getting <laughs> shit set up, but that's fine. I, we're recording. I'm cool with it. Okay, fine. I'm cool with it. We can pull shit for a couple more minutes. Have you heard how these podcasts end? We might as well start them the same way, which is, a, which is it just starts. <laughs> yeah, our podcasts end very abruptly. When I, I look and see, it's been about two hours, and somebody Some says something Some incredibly awkward. Some of them don't awkward. even have goodbyes. Some of them just have wonder, nah, nah. being like, so, what, you guys want to start playing Grim Dawn? And then it cuts out. <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, well, I like, mean... I guess I'll cut it here. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, the thing is, sometimes we just say something so incredibly awkward that it just should not be responded to. Yeah. You mean all of the we... uh, Resident Evil one? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I thought I said great stuff, but I always think that, so. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's one way to think about yourself. Perfection? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the important yeah. thing is that you believe it. And you don't talk to anyone about it. <laughs> Ever. 
So, true. Uh, Dargona <laughs> sent in a message saying, uh, after watching Doctor Strange recently. Why is he trying to piss us off? What's up? Why is he trying to piss us off? He's not trying to piss us off, but it's relevant. But he succeeded. Us off. <laughs> he succeeded. Yes. Okay. So, says after watching Doctor Strange recently and hearing about Suicide Squad's Oscar controversy, I was curious to hear about your general thoughts on superhero Wait, movies and more specifically the development of the Marvel and DC cinematic universes. Honestly, I didn't even finish reading the question before I brought it up because I actually don't care about the question that much. Oh, we can get to that later. And more importantly, I had to look up the Suicide Squad thing you mentioned and yeah, found yeah, out I need that to look Suicide Squad won a fucking Oscar for makeup and hairstyling. And what? So now Suicide Why? Squad's an Oscar winner. But... But, wow! But it it shouldn't be because you know, we live in a just universe and there's a god, right? I, I can kind of almost understand it because a lot of people are either doing digital stuff, and there weren't a whole lot uh -huh. of movies this past year that really had hair and makeup that either wasn't digital or wasn't remarkable. Yeah, I will say that of all the things to give credit to in that movie, Did perhaps the only see... one is the makeup. But did you see Cumber Cumberbatch's beard? Man, that... oh. Oh, have you seen what? his Doctor Strange beard? Because yeah, that's a good. I that's mean, it, hair and makeup, it's, motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's good. I just wouldn't call it noteworthy. And I definitely wouldn't call the uh, the weird eye makeup that they put on uh, the villains to be particularly noteworthy Listen, either. They had to shave Tilda Swinton every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dude! They, it's just, they also—it's just I really mean, they, fucked up they, that that Suicide Squad has an Oscar of any kind. They, they, just had to, they, they had to shave uh, Robert Downey Jr. for that movie, and he wasn't even in it. Like, I, I get—I <laughs> get it's one of those whatever Oscars, which is that like it's not about the—it's an Oscar that has nothing to do with how whether the movie was good. It just has to do with like. Here's a handshake for the people who were working hard behind the scenes and stuff like that. Like, like I get yeah, it. Yeah, true. But yeah. man, that hurts. sucks to think that it's it's an Oscar winner. That <laughs> won an Oscar, yeah. It feels like when that that one really terrible, 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 terrible stoner comedy about fantasy stuff was all like advertising itself as having Oscar winners as its uh, cast. Oh, yeah, Harold and Kumar. And, <laughs> no, not, not quite. But, <laughs> but, not 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 anything. <laughs> not quite that one, no. <laughs> But man, wow! I just um, derailed that thought. Anyway, yeah. I'm just so sad fantasy now. movie making Oscars. I'm sad too, man. I'm sad oh, yeah, too. We should probably address the small elephant in the room before we get too much further. That uh, Shell's not here because she's oh, yeah. busy. Yeah. yeah, she's dead. Just yeah, yeah dead. she's she's busy uh, making I, fan art of dragons fucking cars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and cars well, fucking dragons. She's imagining no, dragons while that. listening to Imagine Dragons. How many levels of irony like are you on three right seconds now, Keith? Of silence, damn it! Yeah, <laughs> didn't get it. I didn't it get it. More. I got. I got it higher now. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Keith quota is uh needs to be filled. He's doing well on the awkwardness. Yeah, he's doing that sort of pretty good. Don't Transformers movies win Oscars? That happens, right? Uh, should yeah. they? They shouldn't, but I think they win special effects Oscars too. Or I something. can see that. I, you know, I, I, he I reuses that. It hurts. Haven't you seen that? Like, <laughs> like there, there are like reused scenes and footage in Transformers movies from other movies of like cars exploding, oh, and then they're like, oh, they're exploding again the same way. That's kind of lame. It's super lame. It is super lame. I mean, it's hard to deal with like, uh, like, wait a minute. Hmm? No. 
Yeah, no, 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 no. Fuck this. I just realized Neon Demon what? came out this year. Fuck, the, fuck you, Suicide Squad. Neon Demon, Demon is a movie about hair and makeup, it. and it's beautiful because okay. it's from the Drive guy. So it's super well shot oh, and beautiful and cool. ridiculous looking. Neon Demon is the most beautiful of... movie that came out this year, and it lost to Suicide Squad for hair and makeup. And nobody, that's, that, that's fucked up. <laughs> Why? Because Margot Robbie like dyed two different pigtails, different colors, and wore fishnet stockings. And they covered. You some... have the biggest chip on your shoulder about this movie. This, this, it's, it's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's yeah, fucked up. Yeah. But it's fucked up in a way that I like. In a way that matters not at all. <laughs> it's fucked up in a way that coincides with like somebody disagreeing with you about a video game's quality on the internet. Like it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> but <laughs> do you need? Do you need to lie down? I'm just. Are you going to be okay? This conclusion. Are you going to? That can't happen. You started out this podcast at like. An eight out of ten, and I feel like it's gonna just keep getting like ragier nah, it's, and it's fine. It's fine. Okay, all right. It's if you just say I, so. it escalated because I remember the Neon Demon existed this year. Because <laughs> Neon Neon okay. Demon and The Witch came out this year, and the Oscars I think just ignored both mm -hmm. of them. But Suicide yeah. Squad gets an Oscar. So speaking of uh, uh, superhero movies, you want to talk about Logan? I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's relevant. Was it actually worth watching because That's like the, the best, last it's the best x-men movie ever made okay wow like, okay pretty much I'll, without I'll, competition i also I'll don't think it's part then. of the x-men universe uh, um, okay i'll bite what does that I, mean i mean i don't think it's part of the x-men cinematic universe mm -hmm. like the, it's the really? ninth x-men movie which is a hard thing to say out loud because we've had a trilogy of original movies a trilogy of new movies and a trilogy of wolverine movies now uh, I guess it's huh. a, mm -hmm. that makes sense though, because in uh, Days of Future Past, Logan was kind of in the new alternate universe, and then he just disappeared. Yeah. Mm. Oh, because yeah, because he wasn't in a, he probably wasn't in Apocalypse, huh? Uh, yeah. So when I say that, I mean like, I don't know. Somebody might count this as a spoiler, but it's not a plot point of any kind. It's just an acknowledgement of what I'm saying right here. Is that Logan <laughs> physically picks up an X Men comic book? Oh, and he and he's on. like and he's all and he's like this isn't even like he's explaining to somebody else in the movie that these books that these books are fictional and they and like here's the names of the people that made them up and none of this is even what happened for uh, for real because it's because uh, they're about because there's like merchandising and comic books about him and his friends and stuff like that that aren't accurate. Okay, did Rick and Morty writers work on the movie or something? That's <laughs> it, insane. It, it feels to me, it feels like I, like I've been, lately I've been watching on Netflix The People versus O.J. Simpson, which is like a mm -hmm. ten-ish episode thing about uh, the O.J. Simpson trial and the lead up and all the other stuff. And there's so many weird that behind the I scenes. I really want to watch. It's real good so far in two episodes. But there's there's only scenes of like Ross from Friends like crying, being the Karda being Mr. Kardashian, and all these weird private scenes. And I'm like. You, you got to make all these up, right? Like these mm. have to be all like you can't know how any of these scenes actually played out for the most part, especially when <laughs> the whole premise is you're supposed is that people are supposed to be saying that the crime didn't actually happen because mm -hmm. obviously everyone involved would not admit that OJ killed people. I think mm -hmm. unless they changed their mind at some point, I've paid that close attention. But so like, I, <laughs> well, I, I imagine... watch the documentary or read the Wikipedia article. Yeah. And so I or imagine, remember the '90s, and you'll be fine. <laughs> so I, I imagine the implication here in Logan is that the previous eight movies are all those comic books. 
they're the dramatization of what Logan's actual mm -hmm. life was like. So they get a bunch of details wrong. They don't quite match up. It works really well because Logan as a movie does not match the tone or directing style of any of the previous movies. Mm -hmm. it no, feels... that, does, that does sound actually like a really cool premise. I'm just giving it a hard time. Yeah. Cause it's like a, it's a, it's a pretty serious dour movie, but it, it's one of those movies that earns it. Like I'm like, I never mm -hmm. saw the road, but I imagine the road is probably a similar kind of thing of like it, 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 earns its location of this kind of tone and everything mm -hmm. but yeah it's uh you strip out all the x-men and it's just logan and xavier and this little girl from the trailers and and that story and it's mm -hmm. really well done a little long but really well done that's how long is seeing. it uh at least it's at least two hours and 20 minutes or something Ugh, wow. too long for my blood i saw it at 105 and i barely got here in time i see yeah, okay. I, I, uh, yeah, I was if a movie's longer than like with, with two family. hours for me, I'm usually I, just like, I'm done. <laughs> I went out shopping today to see if there were any uh, Link Amiibos. Spoilers. Shopping. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, you, do you get like a cool thing if you get the Amiibo? Yeah, so, or is um, this like, what, what does it unlock? So, so uh, every single Legend of Zelda Amiibo that they have has a different uh, feature. Mm -hmm. Uh, so if you have the Wolf Link one from the Twilight, uh, Twilight Princess HD that mm -hmm. they released on the Wii U, that gets you Wolf Link, and if he's tied to a save file from Twilight Princess, doesn't matter how far you got, he gets, like, 20, 20 hearts and wrecks shit. God so damn. It's beautiful. The, uh, you, you, so you were basically, like, driving around trying to buy cheat codes. Uh, <laughs> Dude, 2017 is weird. Listen, I know uh, it is weird. I mean, honestly, the the Legend of Zelda figurines are actually pretty nice. Um, hey, but I'm gonna look them up. Uh, so the only way you can get a Pona is if you get the Twilight Princess Smash Brothers Link. Uh, and I wanted a Pona because, you know, horse. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo figured out that they make all of their money off of accessories. So they invented amiibos. Those those brilliant motherfuckers. They're making a that mountain of money. That was the smartest stuff, decision. Yeah. They are the smartest yeah. decision they've ever made. It's it's kind of nuts, and I'm I, I'm surprisingly okay with it. Uh, I mean, you get a cool figurine out of it, so it's not the end of the world. Yeah, These are like I get a pretty, pretty cool swanky. figurine for like ten bucks. And yeah, it nets me like some in-game perks. So like, if you want some like iconic equipment, like uh. So if you get the Ocarina of Time link, uh, it's uh, stupid target website's broken. Yeah, it's awful. I was I was trying to <laughs> wow. Was trying to, what the fuck is wrong with this website anyway? I was trying to find <laughs> some of the uh, I was trying to find some of the amiibos and like I simply couldn't. I mean, yesterday I according to the target off. website, the Switch didn't exist. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird because I got one at Target. These are cool. These are cool amiibos. Yeah, they're nice. Um, but so I, we were pretty much just out hunting for amiibos and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh and they had the like 30th anniversary Toon Link or whatever. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. So uh each link uh amiibo comes with mm -hmm. their outfit. So like if you out. Uh mm -hmm. if you get um wanted to If you get like game. Ocarina of Time, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. If you get the Ocarina of Time one, you get his outfit, Toon Link outfit, uh, Wind mm -hmm. Waker, I think you get, like, the shield and some other stuff, uh, but if you get the Twilight Princess one, you get opponent, which was the one we were looking for, and, like, if you get, mm -hmm. like, Ganon, he just gives you good weapons, um, which is actually, <laughs> like, it sounds kind of stupid. That, no, no, I understand how that game works, that actually makes but a big difference. Since there's this, like, 
ultra I'm gonna call it ultra punishing uh weapon durability system. Mm-hmm. The ability to once a day summon a chest that gives you a decent weapon actually is kind of uh incredibly useful. because mm-hmm. uh, I just Because everything in the game uh, breaks. Yeah, I just yeah. uh the reason why I said ow is because I broke my uh I broke my weapon on a guy and he smacked me in the face and it's like Aw game. At least the uh, master got, sword doesn't break. It does. What yeah. happens to it? It loses damage it, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's its damage is reduced. Uh, so that reminds, that reminds me of something that just happened. Actually, I I had I, I had Facebook open for just a moment, and immediately the first thing that came up was a was a GameStop like promoted article that said the like here's what the master sword looks like in in a uh, Breath of the Wild, and the banner image was the master sword. And it's like there's no there's no escape from immediate spoiler if you'd care about that. <laughs> yeah, just, the, the master sword's uh, design has not really changed much between yeah, games. I, I, I don't care, it. but that's one of those things where like that's exactly the type of banner image that pisses people off of articles. It's like here yeah. it is, here it is. True. You didn't even know we True. were gonna give it to it, you, oh, but here it is like, in your face. It, it's like those Walking Dead spoilers where oh, it's yeah. just like. You wouldn't believe who dies next, and it's just like a picture of Glenn or something, and he's not even the guy that dies, and it's just <laughs> Some, like sometimes this it's not is even clickbait. Lies. Sometimes it's, yeah. sometimes it's not even clickbait, and they literally are like the shocking departure of this character, and it publishes the mm-hmm. moment that the episode airs on the East Coast. Yes. <laughs> so as a Walking Dead fan, you quickly learn to not open any social media in the three-hour lag between coasts, or you will get spoiled on every death that ever happens in the show. Yeah, but there it's are some people awful. amongst us who don't care about spoilers, Wandershell. There are Read people like plot that. to Logan. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to look up the plot of Logan. That oh, seems no, like it movie wasn't, that I'd actually no, he, Yeah, they looked up the plot to Get, get Out. out. Yeah. It's yeah. also real good. I, I'm, I'm sure it's real good. It's just I <laughs> simply don't have time to go yeah, and watch really. movies right now. Like, this... We kind of touched on this last podcast with... The sheer amount of things coming out, but like I am so mm-hmm. swamped trying to like get su- any of these games mm-hmm. finished and recorded because like I I haven't finished Hollow Knight and I need to get back to that. I'm actually mm-hmm. getting pretty close to finishing. Um, I'm getting pretty close to finishing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, at least at, as far as I can tell, which is kind of nice. Uh, and the scary, then the scary thing is you, you set up a calendar of all the crazy things coming out soon, and then as the month plays out, even more things reveal themselves you didn't know about along the way. Yeah, yeah, the rough. indie games that, like, mm-hmm, are yeah. not on the, uh, coming soon, they're just like, surprise, here's the game you're really looking forward yeah. to, but they never, like, <laughs> were explicit about when this is coming out, and you're like, no, please, like, mm-hmm. please yesterday, don't. Yesterday the new Shovel Knight came out. I found out uh, that day, and I'm like, I already planned out my schedule. Like, my, it's too, <laughs> it's, it's too fucked already. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do it. One day, one day, Shovel Knight, yeah. I'll get back to you. Uh, Thanks for making more expansions for a great game. Thank you, but ah, uh. <laughs> clearly we just got to figure out uh, a time a and place where have. we can be physically in proximity so we can do the co-op. Is the I assume the expansion does not have co-op though. Um. I don't know much about the co-op. It was Fair Wii enough. U exclusive, so like they make it really hard to even keep track of. You I wonder to... if it's mm-hmm. Switch exclusive. It was, I it hope was it Wii U exclusive and required the Shovel Knight amiibo, which I don't yeah. even know if oh, they yeah. still make that. Yeah, that was so terrible. Yeah, they do. I I saw the Shovel Knight amiibo at Target today, so it's it's still available. Um, probably agony. That, it's probably, that it's probably still incredibly makes frustrating in co-op because I think you I think you have hitboxes for each other and you have to like you can bump into each other in a platforming game. 
Oh man, it better be the best damn co-op experience ever if you have to go through that much bullcrap. From what I saw, steal each other's life when he died. That's a great. That's that's it's 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 got to be torture and co-op, which is the best outcome. It's just when you're just yeah, just yelling at everyone loves the massacre co-op style. So I know I know Shell was kind of like we should play that together, and I'm like I think I think that would go very poorly. <laughs> I love you, but we play levels in a dangerous. Yeah, let's go over there. I want to talk to this person. Shell, Carl, Shell, Carl. Man, you guys, you guys didn't even see us trying to play Twilight Princess. There is, there is a, there is a moment where Shell was like, "Shoot the bat," and I'm like, "I'm trying." Shoot the bat. I'm trying. Shoot the bat, and it's like, you're not even listening to me. Uh, and then everybody gets really pissy at us, kind of uh, the Keith uh, Black Desert Online thing, where it's just like, how could you treat uh, your co-op partner this way? And it's like, <laughs> it, it, people, <laughs> I, I think there are people on the internet that genuinely don't have friends of any kind. <laughs> and they can't that, process the yeah, concept that like friends often talk to each other in certain ways because mm -hmm. of familiarity. And relationships yeah, are I even mean... worse than that. I don't go up to my coworkers and call them fuck faces, but yeah. I do that to you two. I yep. mean, Jeff Ramsey like the... jokes about having a divorce with Griffin in every podcast <laughs> for the last five years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like with Shell and myself, it's whenever we're playing a game, she wants me to go one way, I'm going another because we both communicate kind of poorly, and mm -hmm. then we bicker, and everybody's just like, this is the worst relationship ever, and I'm like, no, this is actually a relatively healthy relationship that we get through most of our problems. No, if you ever disagree with anything ever, then well, that I, means you hate the other person. Yeah, I got some pretty bad messages after... I still do, uh, calling me like a misogynist prick, and I'm like... Oh, yeah. I, How dare I, you I, talk I, to your girlfriend that way? I'm judging your relationship based on a 20-minute internet video. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I finally disabled comments for the first time ever on a video because... I just get yeah, tired the, of reminded every few weeks that somebody's really mad about how I mistreat Carl in our in our Black Desert Online video when I'm just like that that was the one where I'm totally flabbergasted because the game makes no sense and keeps throwing insane stuff at us and we're both separated and it's chaos and there's fifty random players and NPCs and mobs of infinitely respawning enemies everywhere and particle effects and you can't tell what's going Keith, on. Keith, 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 <laughs> uh, you started out this podcast as like at like a, at like a Eight or nine on the scale. I don't. I don't you're want your rating systems. I don't want you're, them you're anymore. You're back up there. You I don't want your rating down. systems. You got to pull it down from a you captain. You can't contain me. You can't a, contain this might. To to a, to a cornflakes. I don't even know what that sentence went to. Where where'd you go uh, with that? You didn't like rating systems, so I just really, food analogies really confused there. Things got yeah, weird. I know that was the whole point. <laughs> Were we talking uh, about the other? Now we're gonna get comments about lady. how you hate Look. me so much and how you why you mistreating me and trying to censor me. <laughs> we we get comments on these asking? podcasts about how we censor Shell. <laughs> hey. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> what were we gonna ask, Wander? Uh, I was just gonna say, uh, weren't we talking about that the other day? Uh, like bullshit rating systems or something like that? Or was that a different uh, conversation? I remember the the, um, uh, the Vox Storycast that I did with uh, Rockwater and Crafty Gnomes. Uh, before this podcast, oh, I remember uh, we doing that. we rated things based off of uh, cartoons. So if something was good, we compared it to a good cartoon and said it was like a Gravity Falls. If something was bad, we compared it to a bad cartoon and said it was like a Drawn Together. I think so, I listened to that podcast. Uh, I was supposed to edit them. 
Cause it, that was live streamed, right? By someone? No, they weren't. Oh. Why do I feel yeah, like I've we, heard this before? Uh, I don't know. We talked about it. We might have oh, mentioned wait. it. might have been mentioned. Wait, this is the kind of bullshit one, that Jim one... Sterling pulls, actually. Oh. On his, like, itchy videos. It. He just says nonsense things. What, did you find out something you did was unoriginal again? Uh, he even has the same last name. Oh. <laughs> he does. It's okay. It's okay, Bird. <laughs> Keith has had his full name on YouTube since <laughs> ever, and as far as we can tell, the worst that's happened is people thinks, think he's a hockey player. So, you know what? True. If people start thinking you're a hockey player, that's probably for the best. That'd be really confusing. That's, an SE, that's some <laughs> SEO magic right there. <laughs> so, on the N Nintendo Switch, that was still surprisingly easy to get, but... Yeah, less easy. Than I'm last surprised time. because it's it's totally sold out in my area. Like there's there's yeah. no switches. But uh, uh, when like the Wii U we came Best out, Buy and there's like nothing here. When the when the Wii U came out, I went into a random store at like 7 p.m. the day it came out, mm -hmm. and just there was just like five of them stacked, and I just picked one up. <laughs> when the when the Switch came out, I would well, that's the I, Wii U, uh, so I don't think you're really yeah. surprising anybody with that well, I mean, story. They're both new Nintendo consoles with the, having a launch. Like people didn't know in advance the Wii U was going to do poorly, <laughs> and just like uh, that, I didn't valid, know. I couldn't tell whether I couldn't tell whether the Nintendo Switch was going to be a failure, regardless of what, having some cool ideas or not, and stuff like that. <laughs> so I, I uh, interestingly, I went to GameStop for it, and they they just said go to Target customer service. I think they have some left. <laughs> And yeah, Target had like, I think Target seriously had like twenty of them left when I got there. So how well is the Switch sold? Do we I have any initial figures yet? It seems or to have sold no? out everywhere. So one hundred percent. Yeah, it seems to be doing very well. <laughs> Our it's, sales were one hundred percent. I I think they kind of lucked out. So unlike <laughs> yeah. uh, unlike they released what it at a really good time well, of year to do this. They did. They don't have mm -hmm. any competition in terms of like um. Yeah, uh, what am consoles. I thinking? Yeah, other consoles, which is kind of huge. Yeah, uh, combo that with, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild getting pretty much perfect tens across the board, uh -huh. or nines or tens, which is kind of ridiculous in and of itself. Like, yeah, and the fact it's, it's going to be interesting to see if there's backlash for that later or not. Uh, maybe I. So far, as, I've as yet of to... right now, Breath of the Wild is listed as like the fourth best game of all time on Metacritic. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yes. it's it's getting tens out of tens. It's like going so nuts. We'll see. I I well, it I've, looks cool. I've loved watching it. It's super I've enjoyed satisfying. Wander and Housey streaming it. Oh, oh Housey was playing it too. It she started earlier today. That it was fun. A lot of reviews just don't get counted though. Like I read a yeah. I read a review earlier yeah. that was just explicitly saying, "Do not recommend this game." <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like those just trashing the game for the entire review, but it's not on Metacritic. I'm like, huh. How about uh, that? I think it's one of those where a lot of people also kind of try and be contrarian, so it's hard Probably. to judge. Like, uh, people hating the game just so, like, you know, if everybody gives it a perfect score and then, like, you know, uh, Dude Mick hates stuff, gives it a, uh, look, I'm not great with the parody names here, <laughs> but he's just like, I give it a three. Everybody's going to go looking for that bro. and be like, there you go. yeah. Yeah, Chad Game Bro gives it a three, and everybody's like, "Fuck, why'd you give it a three? And it turns because out because I don't like popular games. Yeah, 
it it uh, it wasn't as good as Hollow Knight, and therefore, uh, you know, it <laughs> took away. That is what somebody would say. That always that always I mean, that, it, that argument always bothers me a little bit, though, just because there it's it it it's like certain things reach a point where literally any negative review is considered to be somehow in like non legitimate when it comes to true. certain movies and games people that hit a certain still feel hype that level. way about Ocarina of Time. That's how people reacted to any negative reviews about uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah, like it can't possibly be good considered. Uh, it can't possibly be considered bad by anyone ever, unless you're trying to win some money somehow by doing so, and mm -hmm. that gets that gets iffy. And that, I, uh, I get the feeling that the culture surrounding Zelda, and the toxicity towards anyone who disagrees with that kind of opinion, mm. leads to reviewers often wanting to just by default give it positive reviews. So, so that they don't, they don't look the like the asshole that everyone's going to stop mm -hmm. paying attention to for the six month, next six years because of a grudge. The is funny thing so, for me yeah. is uh, this actually plays the least like any of the Zelda games I've ever played. So I could it almost imagine look like any of the other ones. Yeah, I could almost imagine hardcore Zelda fans would actually probably be less likely to enjoy this game. Um, yeah, but they preemptively decide they enjoy it, which means that you can't have a negative review. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> The, uh, oh, this, this we know like, the internet well. Because the reviews God, happen before the people find it. out that they don't like it. I'm not even being like devil's advocate or anything about this game, because I, <laughs> I think it's neat so far for the hour I've played. But uh, mm -hmm. I'm just talking about like general how these games get treated, though, is really, really iffy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, kind of separate, seeing as, I mean... We haven't played enough uh, Breath of the Wild. Like, I wanna, I wanna hold off talking about it too much until I've yeah. completed a dungeon. Yeah, sure. Uh, just because that's kind of the meat and bones of it. Like, the shrines are my favorite part so far. Just wandering around, finding a shrine, and be like, I'm gonna do some mm -hmm. puzzles, and then it's over in a couple of minutes. Like, that's my favorite part of the game so far. I actually have like zero interest in in playing it legitimately beyond that. Like, everybody's yeah. like, go mm -hmm. talk to Mid uh, Impa and like continue the plot, and I'm like. But I, don't I, I basically, puzzles, but I basically walked the first waypoint so far. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um. But uh, like everybody was asking me to do that, and I'm just like, I just want to explore because you get you get the like uh classic towers from any open world game, and those serve as uh, teleportation points, and you can also like float off of them and like fly around and stuff, which is awesome. So that's my main goal here. I don't. I, I could. I could give uh, a rat's butt about the uh, um, dungeons? Like, about, about the actual rat, dungeons yes. and the plot and everything else like that. Because <laughs> uh -huh. all I want to do is just go fight shit, get loot, find new armor. The equipment system is so nice. Mm. It's so uh, weird thinking that people just like already like just immediately can just walk into the boss fight and just end the game basically <laughs> in a couple hours. <laughs> Wait, yeah, really? I yeah, uh, you can so sequence break it like crazy. Well, it's not even it's sequence, not even sequence breaking, breaking. It's just you can beat him. Yeah, he's right they, there. they acknowledge that you could actually go and fight Ganon immediately if you really wanted to. You're just trying to become powerful or something first. The I most think. straightforward yeah. game ever yeah. made. <laughs> uh, like, it's, and it's, it's, to burn the rope was one of the inspirations for our design for this game. It almost makes the, the game world... feel like Half Minute Hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The world record for uh, the night of release was an hour and a half. Damn. Wow. Yeah. That was the and day so that's it came probably, out. Yeah, that's the day <laughs> it came out. Like, this is, this is like a couple hours after release, because... Yeah, Q Wanderer's 150-part we series. <laughs> so, 
So somebody probably got an early copy, maybe, found out where, like, a couple of good, durable weapons are, and uh-huh. then just bum-rushed to the... Yeah. And that wow. that's it. Yeah. I, I and gotta, now speedrunners are going to get it down to, like, 35 minutes. Per- personally, I'm I'm only going to be interested in speedruns if they do uh, dungeon, you know, like the... Full all dungeons. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not it, hundo, It seems but too like... short. If, they can, if you can beat it in, like, a, in an hour... And like a, and in any percent, like already, at the same then time, that though, they directly the compare their own game to uh, Skyrim, being like, it's mm-hmm. bigger than Skyrim. And Skyrim's a game you could beat ridiculously fast, but no one does. Yeah. Because that's yeah. also well, the boring I, part of the game is the story. My, my feeling is that I enjoy any percents if they're glitch based. I don't like yes. any percents if they're not very yeah, glitchy, because then it, it just kind of feels like it's weird. Pointless. If yeah. it requires yeah. a weird, dumb glitch to get there, count me in, because that's. Yeah. Always Dumb really glitches or like funky movement tech where it's like you have to run diagonally while holding a bomb over your head. Like at the I'm same totally time, though, game with that. <laughs> yeah, Elder Scrolls campaigns are surprisingly short too. Yeah. Yes. But They're the also surprisingly why, horrible. The reason why yeah. I bring up the review stuff though is just the fact that like Skyward Sword is still one of the highest rated games of all time, even though it's mm-hmm. seen seems to be considered the worst 3D Zelda game ever made. Hmm. So hype reviews are a very real thing when it comes to the Zelda franchise. So I'm, true, I'm true. so I'm not trying to damn the game or anything, and I want it to be great, and I want to continue to be as interesting as it's been so far. I'm just really interested in seeing how the conversation about it differs from launch week to uh, six months from now. You know, yeah, like right, right around the time where everyone started because... admitting Final Fantasy 13 was garbage, as opposed to giving it yeah. reviews. The thing I don't for think me, the though, game's garbage. I think it looks yeah. really fun. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's a quality game. I, I, I think it was pretty obvious game's... from the get-go, uh, okay. Keith, though, that... Yeah, Keith. Oh, Wander. Yeah. Okay, Keith. Keith. Sorry. <laughs> Wrong call. <Damn> it. <laughs> I, I'm a good conversation ref. We. <laughs> okay, Keith, you go. I just... What? No, I just found it really funny that I gave I I specifically went silent for you to talk, and then he's like, "Go, Keith." I'm like, "No," <laughs> I said, and I said the wrong name. I yeah, like I don't think Bre- Breath of the Wild oh. going to have that kind of backlash, oh. but I'm just acknowledging with the with 13 as an, as an example of how mm-hmm. these conversations change so much after time passes. Yeah. Like everyone's going to turn on Rogue One so hard. Once it's not the newest Star Wars in the movie anymore, like people are going to suddenly realize that another prequel basically happened because of how much of a mess that movie was. But for now, we're in that opening year of like Phantom Menace coming out where everyone still liked it, and that that's okay. that's what that's happened point? a lot. Okay, I was just going to say with games like um with games like Final Fantasy 15, it was pretty obvious from the get go like this is going to have problems. Uh, this one, true. If there are problems. They're packed in towards the end. Like, I think the biggest problem that people will run into with this game is it is an open world game and it's a lot of open world. And I'm mm. going to be totally honest. I'm enjoying just running around and beating the crap out of Moblins right now. Like, that's just what I'm doing and I'm having a lot of fun with it. But I can imagine a lot of people not sharing uh, the mm. same uh, enthusiasm after hours of gameplay. Cool. Um, I, I think that what's really been quite amazing to see is like how big of a departure it is and how it's like been inspired by so many recent trends that we have going on. Yeah, I, I was kind I'm, of my mind is stunned that there's like a crafting and cooking system, for example. That's amazing. I don't know to me. if there's much of a crafting system. You can make that's yeah, I meant to say cooking. What the hell was that? 
But, that was uh, like a semi-robo moment. <laughs> yeah, it was like somebody stepped on a Moog synthesizer. Yeah, you can miss it. And then it just went away. <laughs> That's weird. What yeah. were you saying, Wander? Oh, uh, you can make like a couple of things. I wish you could actually just straight up make weapons and stuff. Mm. Um, just because like it would kind of offset like uh, one of the it problems I'm running cool. into. Yeah. Well, one of the problems I'm running into right now is, uh, like, it just broke my bow, and so I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. now I have to go switch out for another bow. And, like, half the weapons I have right now are just pure garbage, because that's It'd the be only cool if you could, like, craft available. better, like, more durable weapons. Yeah, or, like, like... you found, like, the raw materials from, like, shitty weapons and made better ones out of them. Yeah, that would be nice. This, mm -hmm. this game's gonna live or die based on... How well its mechanics interact with the open world to justify the open world's existence. Yes. Wow. The, okay, you got more like, there's a lot of game games philosophy that, there. <laughs> th there's just a lot of games that just have an environment and you can uh, go around. I'm just a bit. saying that was a really pretty sentence. Yeah. Well, I mean it's 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 uh <laughs> the question of whether or not this is a just cause two or a mafia two. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah, We're like, that's, does like, does, that's does a really the, good way to put like, it. Like, is the environment directly going to reintegrate with the mechanics to make the two things like actually better than they're than they are individually, or is it like Mafia Two where it's you can collect some posters if you really feel like it, but otherwise it's mm -hmm. just some streets that exist and that's it. Uh, and that'll that'll be that'll be what live and dies lives and dies by. And I, there's a good sign already because I did the first tiny shrine and got the first like new tool. I'll say. Mm -hmm. And immediately, uh, like, it does stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's oh, interesting yeah. uh, that it does stuff. And, like, immediately mm -hmm. you walk outside and you're, like, doing stuff in the environment you couldn't do a second ago. I'm like, so oh. you haven't you haven't finished the old man's tasks yet. I've literally done the first thing. Okay. Uh, mm. So, uh, this isn't really a spoiler, but you get uh, six abilities over the course of the game from the shrines. And then every shrine thereafter is solved using those six abilities. And that's just kind of the rest of the game and you'd think that's boring but each and every one of them has like weird combos and stuff like that and it's just like we ran into a dungeon uh, a shrine earlier with like waterfalls and you get an ice power that you freeze blocks of ice out of and so we had to scale waterfalls using these blocks of ice and stuff like that and it was really neat and every shrine also always has one to two treasure chests that you can loot mm -hmm. uh that usually have like rare and more powerful weapons in them which is super nice and so it's just kind of this I was gonna say it's, like the sentence where you said like um uh you only get six powers and that might be kind of boring, but it's not like that's <laughs> almost always the case though right like it's much if you have a ton of powers that's usually awful, but yeah, if you I have mean, a couple of like very focused ones that have like cool systems around them like that's generally way more interesting. It reminds and, me of like a link yeah. between worlds, which I haven't played, but I know that that mm -hmm. game immediately puts all, every mechanic of the game on a table in front of you and is like, "Here they are, if you want them." But, I, the, but that I game's supposed hope... to be amazing, so it seems to work out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's stuff like the hook shot in this game, though. That's the one thing Aww. that I, I, I hope they have it. The thing is, the hook shot's kind of not useful, maybe, because uh, we have but the ability cool. to. I know Line that's walls. why. That's why I'm hoping we get it anyway. Um, uh -huh. but instead the, uh, the equipment does more, uh, in this game. So I know there's a bandana that you can get that gives you a climbing bonus and th there's mm -hmm. like food stuff that you can get, but yeah, I'm really hoping they still have the, uh, the item system just because mm -hmm. I'm just not sure how it would fit because currently I, I have swords, bows, and shields. I see no tabs for like 
special abilities. So maybe not going to have a hookshot, but I'm going to have like uh, armor that gives me, you know, climbing bonuses and stuff like that. So it's like, I still hope they have it, but if they don't have it, I guess I'll live. I don't know. But you're going to tell me in an open world game, you wouldn't appreciate having a grappling hook. A grappling hook would be amazing, but as it stands, I can climb ev almost every yeah, surface in the okay. game as it is, fling myself off, and fly off of it. And That's true. You know, Watching just, that has been kind of magic. It is It is great magic. Mm -hmm. I, I don't... I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Like I will miss it if they don't have it, but if they don't mm -hmm. have it, I understand. One thing kind that of I've... magic, though, in a way already. Yeah, yeah. One thing I thought was kind of cool was watching people like run around on top of um, walls and stuff like yes. that, like on top of ruins and just exploring up there. And that just reminded me, like, how much I did that when I was a kid, and just seeing that in a video game made me unusually happy just to see that, like, oh, being yeah. acknowledged. They're... Well, what I'm doing right now is just running around checking out all the areas that we haven't been through because, you know, when I'm mm -hmm. actually streaming this, I'm kind of trying to keep on, on track. And uh -huh. now that I'm just doing whatever, it's like... We I are... no longer saw a thing in the sky. What'd you see in the sky? Oh, uh, they have the... Uh, they have the... No. <laughs> um, in episode one? <laughs> there's, a, there's a giant floating island in the sky that's more or less the um the starting area from skyward sword that makes mm -hmm. a return and that's like, neat oh, I don't know how yeah. i'm gonna get up there uh, the, yeah. i was gonna say that kind of sounds less interesting because it's reused but it's yeah. still, it's still cool know. and then the well, ship from okay. wind waker shows Let's up be totally but it's honest, really <laughs> off. the the whole reuse thing is kind of moot because there's the Zora Zora River Mount. I was gonna say it's Zelda. <laughs> yeah, whatever Mount Doom's name is in this game, the desert with the Gerudo. Is it? Let me look. Is it really called Mount Doom? Let me oh, see. No. That always has Gorons on it and stuff like that. Mm, like yeah. they reuse so much for the Zelda games. If it were, if these were worse games people would be giving it the same treatment as Assassin's Creed, but every True. one of them is just on its own a masterpiece, so it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to give Nintendo shit for it for some degree uh, to some degree, because it's just like, eh, whatever. I definitely got a little bit of a moment there where I realized that climbing a tower reveals the map and I'm like, oh, we're doing this here, are we? It barely though. All it does is, is fills in the topography. You have to fill it in the rest of the way. The whole yeah. uh, the lens pin mm. system is great. Like uh, I'm I'm trying to climb high surfaces to figure out where the hell the oh wait that might actually be one of the shrines I haven't or the towers I haven't been to. Nope, it is shit or whatever. Yeah, there's uh there's one You're tower the I have spot. You're doing the shell Death thing. Mountain. There we go. <laughs> yeah. There's um there's one tower I haven't found yet, and mm. um. And I want to find it so I can actually walk all of there. But I haven't found it yet, and it's a pain in the butt. Um, hey, Keith, just because Shell's not here doesn't mean Wander can't interrupt himself. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's a Somebody strange thing. If she's not here, I just proxy, proxy her own commentary. <laughs> the one thing I will say, one major complaint, I've gotten mm -hmm. one shot in this game way more times than I uh, care to, like... That's a little I got weird. one shot basically immediately. Yeah, like, that's, I left the opening area, walked into everybody. one blue dude, and just got immediately killed. I'm like, oh, 
Huh. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen that to every single person who's played I, the game I so far. I think blue bacoblins do three hearts straight up if they're using the right weapon. And... Yeah, because their club has 12 damage on it, and that's 12 damage. Yeah. Is, is 12 yeah. chunks of heart. Oh, yep. that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, you're just running around with the basic equipment, so those guys just rank mm -hmm. your shit. Yep. Uh, which comes as a complete surprise. Not a happy uh, time. Uh, have you seen those, like, uh, broken robots all over the place, or no? No. Oh god, those I've, things. I've done almost okay. nothing so far. Yeah, they're they're like the spider bots. Yeah, don't spoil it. Let him let him discover the robots. Okay. Yeah. They're fun. You're gonna uh, you're gonna like yeah. the robots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have follow up for a previous question that makes a little mm -hmm. more sense. Remember when somebody was like, "What do you guys smoke?" And I was like, "Why?" Is like a weird question out of nowhere. I guess oh, is it because we got something? like deepish voices. I guess it was a somebody watched me play Bloodborne and I beat the hardest boss of any Souls game ever after a ridiculous number of attempts over several days, and I went ah when I beat him and then said I need to I need to smoke, which uh, is a uh, that's a uh, ejaculation joke is what that is. No, I do not smoke, but now we know why somebody thought I smoke. <laughs> Fair enough. We're going to get a follow-up question that just says, do you ejaculate now? So thanks for that. <laughs> Gross. Uh, well, you, you got a follow-up question on something you were talking about earlier, actually. Uh, Gavin oh? Moretter asks, uh, what's the best glitch run you've ever seen? Oh, how do you decide? God, I've seen such, <laughs> such good I ones. I haven't seen a whole lot, but I'm very partial mm -hmm. to the uh, 2017 Ocarina of Time 3DS run just because that guy was... He wasn't abusing as many glitches as he mm -hmm. probably could have because he was doing an all-dungeon run. Mm -hmm. But uh, he was the yeah. one of the very first streamers I've ever watched that actually had, like, kind of Let's Player chops as mm -hmm. opposed to, like... Uh, I, I gotta be hard on, on speedrunners. A lot of them are really boring. Like, they yes. don't run a show. <laughs> they just run the dungeon. So, like... Mm -hmm. I watched the Dark Souls 3 one, and the guy, like, made a couple of jokes, but, like, he didn't have the confidence behind them to, like, justify it, so it's just, like... Bubbles del Fuego? Yeah, Bubbles del Fuego. Yeah, got... So, uh, uh well, I, I might talk about that later, but, like, he, he actually doesn't run that game very much. He only did that run because he, nobody, none of the other Dark Souls 3 runners wanted to do it. There was actually yeah. a ton of controversy surrounding that specific run, but we'll focus on the talking about glitch runs so we don't get too off ta uh, topic here yeah that that that, uh, that ocarina of time one is amazing because he's doing a lot of glitches but it's still a watchable stream it's not like yeah. you're being dazzled by like what the fuck is going on but it's just it's cool it's cool movement tech yeah and he explained everything perfectly yep. and then would make dumb jokes about it it's like this is yeah. this is the kind of thing that I like watching because the alternative yep. is watching somebody kind of stone faced. I, I guess the alternative is I like it when there are uh, uh, couch commentators like behind them that actually know their shit and mm. not boring. Yeah, but couch commentators are usually there. That's pretty much an ATDQ thing. That's really really not common for most uh, speed runs, of course. Yep. But that that is a extremely extremely satisfying to run to watch. Uh, I've watched I watch a lot of glitch runs. Um, one of my favorite favorite glitch runs I ever saw was a Super Mario Bros. Two speed run. I think this was just a demo, a glitch demo exhibition. It wasn't like a full run, but what they did was they managed to, um, basically, uh, 
change where in memory they were um, reading the level data from to be other just assorted game data. So it was like interpreting sprites as uh, game as like level layout and like putting walls and stuff. In like, various like when places. People, like when people use like Mario and Pokemon to just reprogram the game to get what they want yeah. by just doing yeah. reactions. Exactly. But he did it in the context of a platformer, which is really, really cool to watch. So he wound up in, in this one uh, part of the map that was being generated by his player data. And some of the blocks were interactable. So he like he like broke uh one of the one of the brick blocks that he can in Mario 2 and it activated star power on Mario. Uh, because that like set a flag that was like Mario should be invincible now. That was mind-blowingly cool to see. And uh then he froze the game and it locked up. But yeah. that's to be expected when you're running literally through the game's RAM. <laughs> <laughs> um full speed uh, ahead. Some of the Keith, I uh, assume you don't do a whole lot of speedrun watching. No. I've never even sat through a full one before for the most part because I just get bored. So, like, the only one I've gotten through really was one of those ones where somebody burns through all of Mario 64 in, like, a couple minutes. And I'm like, wow, he's sliding mm -hmm. on his spelly backwards through the entire game. That's weird. And then the level's, and then the game's over already. You're like, huh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, he just... is he's, He got into Bowser's Castle somehow by walking through walls and nonsense <laughs> and it was over already. Oh, you know what? I think yeah. I did see that one. I, I know the one you're talking about. Um, I got yeah, a quest. 64 speedruns are very interesting uh, for the glitches that they do. You have a question? Eh, sort of. I don't know. It's kind of one that we've all kind of heard before. Mm. Uh, How do you type with boxing gloves in your hand? No. Uh, yeah. I want to start recording to YouTube and also stream on Twitch. Hopefully mm. make it a job eventually. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, I'm no. 15 years old oh, no. and I have an Alienware PC. Oh, oh no. Any advice? Uh, start oh, now. No. Have no expectations. Oh, no. But also focus on school, because that's probably yeah. more important. Yeah, keep your expectations real low. Yeah. You got one thing going for you, which is that 15-year-olds have a lot of time. It, uh, mostly, yeah. But also... Depends um, on how hard they want to get into, like, I want to go to Yale and Harvard. It's like me saying time. I wanted to... Uh, it's like me <laughs> I saying mean, I wanted to... I have more time than adults do. Yeah, that's true. Yes, I, I have more time now than I ever used to. I just Do you spend though? it doing... Well, <laughs> I have more time for my things. I spend less of it on you guys. It's true. It's like I, like I, have, that... I have plenty of bird time. It's awesome. I would say that high school students have a lot more time than employed adults do. Yeah, probably. Well, no, homework. I don't know. Yeah, God, you gotta go I to school. So much homework in yeah, high but school. going through high school is the art of figuring out how to not have to do your homework for real. <laughs> well, you could do that. Be Speaking or as you could do your homework student. for real, and then... <laughs> Speaking as an honor roll student, it was all about finding ways to not do as much work as you had to do throughout the entire four years, or 12 the years, same thing. or so and on. And it came back to bite me in the ass pretty hard in college, actually. <laughs> it's, uh, some tests are hard to study for. Yeah, I... I when I was 15, I wanted to be a webcomic artist, and I was working towards that, and I went to college for it, and now I'm doing this, so, like... Don't. Well, you shoot for the moon, hit another planet's moon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shoot it's for the moon, end up on Mars. So <laughs> I'll, put, <laughs> I'll put it this way. A, a while ago, I did a podcast with two other people that were both looking to start YouTubing, and I tried to tell them as much as I could about how yeah. things generally go. 
One of them never made the first video. The other one stopped <laughs> 10 months ago at a total subscriber yeah. count of 11. Yeah. So I... it's, it's, it, there's a lot of people doing it because uh -huh. it's real easy to start. <laughs> it's literally free for most people. If you have a PC mm -hmm. that can run games, you can download OBS, get some basic microphone somewhere, and just start making videos. It's, it's that yeah, easy. Yeah, get, get, uh, get a Logitech headset. And then play and Minecraft. You'll basically learn as you go about how many ways you're screwing up. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah. there's so many ways to screw up that uh, it's hard to even explain it. And there's so many ways to do it that it's hard to say what the right way is to do it. And also, uh, like, like I, can, I can give advice. Wander and, I can totally give yeah. ad Wander and I can totally give advice on what to do when you have an audience. Mm -hmm. Nobody can tell you how to get an audience. Especially, yes. especially doing Let's Plays. You know how you yep. get an audience Actually, on the internet is do something wildly original and viral and crazy that everyone loves. Doing Let's mm -hmm. Plays is something that everyone's used to already. So getting those your starting audience to even be able to make proper decisions of how to keep them is nearly impossible. And the uh, the, oh, the entirety of the subreddit Let's Play is basically just in uh, this perpetual blue balls uh, frustration st uh, state of mind yes. of people being yes. angry yes. that they can't break through and PewDiePie doesn't deserve it and they Damn. do. Damn, preach it, Keith. I got, again, I've been doing this for a I long got time. A, <laughs> I got a comment on my YouTube channel from somebody that I immediately found on our Let's Play, and the guy was being really mm -hmm. pissy at me for acting hey, uh, holier than thou. Yeah, <laughs> from my Stardew Valley, because uh, somebody asked me if we could do a collab once, and I was just like, look, man, no. And he was just so pissy about it, and then I saw him slightly we later, and I'm do. just... A Stardew Valley collab because I haven't. Oh yeah, if you're uh, if you're Rock watching doesn't this, play video games anymore. So, <laughs> if you're watching this, I recommend not asking any of us to do collaborations or any other YouTuber of doing collaborations until you kind of have your own stuff launched. Like you need to mm -hmm. have a proper channel that's been running for months and months and has an established mm -hmm. audience and so on. Mostly because it's your 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 YouTube channel is your resume. Uh -huh. Anyone can immediately look at your channel and see exactly what content you make. So if you make one, if you made like three videos a month and randomly start and stop every game and all your thumbnails are garbage and you get three videos views per day, like you're, you're not, you have a lot more stuff to figure out. And, yeah. a, lot of, and a lot of us are people that are doing this. Like we have an, ex with an established audience, we got to try to keep a maintain, like a, a certain level of quality and consistency and bring in random people just because they want to get included isn't mm -hmm. it just doesn't always work that way plus honestly for us like we're we're, is, we're we have busy. pretty established people that we work with yeah. and we're all incredibly busy already so like we're not <laughs> i don't have enough time people. to play with anybody <laughs> mm -hmm. like the missing uh, thing actually, here is that also we're we know each other which is half, half yeah. the reason we make videos the, together this group is very, very established at this point. Like, yeah. we haven't added a new person to this group in months, which yeah. has never been the case before. Like, yeah. this is definitely the longest stretch of time that the group has been more or less stabilized. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, and, like, uh, the number one person I collaborate with was Andrew, and his channel's a mess, but guess what? He was my neighbor. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Like yeah, that that helps. <laughs> the ends, the ends are different from that. It, it really is about who mm -hmm. knows people, and not even for like cynical things like normal jobs where it's like pe where people get free rides for knowing each other. But like literally, that's knowing mm -hmm. people is better for content than yep. picking up randoms yep. and just seeing what happens. Yeah. So, I uh, actually kind of on the same note got a message from Pocket Pack. Uh, Whoa! 
He's alive. Asking, I saw Pocket Life a couple days ago too. Yeah, yeah as, <laughs> asking for um, for tips on starting again, and and he wanted like film stuff, and he called me a big shot, and it's like I know you're busy, whatever, and I'm like, I <laughs> just don't know how to respond to this anymore because trying to teach somebody from years ago how to, it's like. It's like trying to teach somebody that's only known how to do uh, video editing with one to uh, with like Sony Vegas how to do editing with Premiere. Like it's going to be a pain in the butt because it's like ah you knew you knew the game mm-hmm. back in like years ago and now you don't and now I don't know how to bring anybody else on because I'm super busy to begin with and it's just like ah, I just uh. <laughs> I mean, like the best. Yeah. So the response give. is uh, glad to hear from you again, Pocket. How's the <laughs> wife and kids? <laughs> yeah. Like some I'll of the best advice I can give is, is just, just like use. be consistent and dedicated. Yeah. yeah. But to a fault. Like yes. if uh like pick it up, set a schedule for yourself, always look for what's going wrong with your videos and figure out how to imp- improve certain things because the first Never year be it can be like triage basically. Uh never think you are safe. And if if you're not into it, if you're <laughs> wow. not, if you don't think you're doing great, uh if you're not really <laughs> into how things are turning out, uh quit. Yeah, it's not before you go too far. Quit before you look back and you've been committed to it for three years, but not sure why. Yeah, part of it is also it seems like a dream job, but like I spend probably twice as much time working on my YouTube channel as I did when I actually had a job. Job, Mm. so like it's kind of it seems like a dream job, but it's uh, a stupid amount of work, and it's very um, it's very inconsistent. Like I was talking to some other YouTubers a couple days ago, and they're, uh, some of them were talking about getting part-time jobs because the views haven't been as good this year uh, so Oof. far. So they're like, uh-huh. and uh, for me, I don't need to worry about that as much because I kind of brute force views. But these are the guys that put out like you know a couple highlights of vid- videos, and they're like, yeah, we haven't had anything like uh, scrap mechanic late- lately. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just it's keeping my expenses nice rough. and low until I'm real sure. <laughs> yeah, I was considering moving to, to um I was considering moving to Seattle uh at the end of the year, but I think I might hold off one more year just to you know not uh, I, I've it's been an going expensive city a and every year YouTuber. is getting more expensive, so yeah, I think you I got you gotta full- make sure you're ready. Yep. I think I went full time with twenty thousand subscribers, which shouldn't be possible, mm-hmm. but it's yeah, yep. I'm working at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, experience. I don't know what your guys' financial situations are, but like my rent for where I live Variable. is like thirty six thousand a year. Well, or you're also like in that. The, you're also in like a really expensive place. Yeah, like yeah, the place I was I looking am. at is uh, way to the mm-hmm. north and way way less uh, risky. <laughs> True. My uh, my air quotes rent is like five grand a year. Mm-hmm. Because I That's I nice. rent a room in a friend's house. That's nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's I'm working. glad for Oh, you. my God. Questions are coming today. Oh, All right. weird. That's good. Oh, yeah. Right. Somebody uh, questions because we we don't have anything to really discuss in <laughs> too much depth. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, I, I would just, love to talk about how my coworker brought down the Internet, but I don't think I should talk to? about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I am <laughs> really allowed to speak about that about too it, much. Because it's a good story, yeah. but I don't know if you yeah. can talk about TLDR, it. TLDR, Bird knows the guy that took out half the Internet this past week. Yeah, it happened on Tuesday. Which is pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, people... It's not like it's an unknown thing. Like, it wound up on CNN, so it's not like they're t- hiding it. But, uh... Yeah. 
it, it is true that like anything I would talk about, I'd just be like, well, this is what I can say because this was already talked about on like our public releases. It's the, just that weird thing where I something's on the not... news and you and you're like, hey, that's that thing right next to me. Mm-hmm. But okay, this part's crazy. This part, so, um, yeah. So basically, one of my coworkers like basically fucked the internet uh, a couple days ago, um, and. What really blew my mind was within about, like, I want to say by like 3 or 4 p.m., people on Reddit knew what the root cause of our problem was, which <laughs> is a big deal because it means that people inside of uh, our company were chatting to, like, outside of our company, like, what our systems are like and what our faults are and, like, why our systems were going down. So now, like, on top of, like, we had this really big uh, problem happening now like our competitors what no like details about it so my boss was like really really pissed off when i told him that i found that comment um <laughs> you, everyone was like oh god this has got so much worse for us <laughs> <laughs> i had a real dumb moment on the internet recently where I was watching oh, wow. the news about the the dam that was breaking down in California. Uh-huh. You, you guys hear about that? Because it was kind of getting around yeah, for a while. Yeah, a little bit. A like, little. It was a... Uh, it's like this, the emergency spillway was eroded under and collapsing. And I was mm-hmm. I was interested in this because I'm like, ooh, geology stuff. Like I was, I was going into the, the meat of the article and everything, reading about it without paying any attention mm-hmm. to its location. And I realized that it's like in the county. Uh-huh. I realized like days later when yeah, they were evacuating it... the entire city that I was like, oh, it's right here. Uh-huh. Huh. It's always pretty funny to uh, like hear a gigantic news story and be like, oh, yeah, that happened like close to me or <laughs> um, like three. Yeah, it turns out the neighbor ate people. <laughs> three. Yeah, three cubicles <laughs> down from me. Or yeah, I... it turns out my neighbor was a murderer. <laughs> I keep hearing about like hate crimes and I'm like reading out on the news and then it's just like. So and so Kansas, and I'm like, shit, I live there. You don't live in Kansas. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's... Don't you live... I thought you live in the other state next to Kansas. Nope, nope, Kansas. The other oh, state, uh, but it's oh. called Nebraska. Yeah. No, no, there's no, a no, lot Mer- of things Missouri. next to Kansas. So, so <laughs> oh. can, uh, Kansas, Kansas City is uh, smack dab between. Um, yeah, I thought you were uh, in the other Kansas part. I thought you were Missouri. in West Berlin. Nope, nope. <laughs> <Or> in... <laughs> well, I am in West Berlin. Shit. <laughs> Did somebody build a wall between uh, the two halves of Kansas City? It just feels Perhaps. like that. It just feels like the Reno nine one one joke where they find out that uh, there's a mm-hmm. specific county line where prostitution is legal or illegal. So, and there's one mm-hmm. there's like a strip bar that's built on the on the line. So they're like they're like policing on one side of the building, like that they can't do stuff I've on that side of the building. This. That sounds really funny. That's, that's, I should watch that. That show's genius. That show. That show. Uh, it, the first like three seasons are horrendous. Just <laughs> absolutely garbage. And then all of a sudden they found their funny bone or then they were like, oh, shit, we've been billing this as a comedy the whole time. Let's make it actually good. And then <laughs> oh, like instantly it became incredible. Damn good show. Uh, so anyway, you have questions rolling in? Oh, this one's really, really minor. Uh, Diesel Designs asks, uh, he says he's never scheduled oh, a video hey. before and wants to know if scheduling hurts videos or how do you schedule Scheduling has no oh, effect it on helps how you. It doesn't hurt Wait, the video. Hold, hold on. <laughs> so Diesel Designs is actually like a successful YouTuber. So shout out to him. What? Uh, mm. Like he's he's not a nobody. 
And he I doesn't know diesel. Wait, and he doesn't know how to schedule videos? He just might not have ever Whoa. had to. Weird. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but well, no, scheduling you... videos does not hurt it at all. Though it makes it look a little bit weird on your end because YouTube will save the date it was put up. So if you're looking yeah. at like videos on your, your channel, it's going to be like, this came out three weeks ago, even though actually it's actually like really confusing to look through like the upload yeah, manager and, your and dashboard stuff. dashboard will have weird dates listed. But the video yeah. will yes. still be treated like a normal video. And uh, frankly, scheduling videos can make them come out in windows that are more advantageous to their performance if you have that kind of yep. research available to you. Other than that, uh, I don't know, if you can't schedule videos, like you do in the upload page, you just click the little drop down to change it from public to like scheduled and stuff like that. So if that's not available, yep. you mm -hmm. might have to become a YouTube partner or something. And you uh, might not he, be that. He should, there's, he's got like 10, 20,000 subscribers, if not more. Dude's, yeah, but you still have to click a button to that. do it. Yeah, fair enough. See, maybe he still hasn't I, done that. No, I don't you know. have to. You have to be able to. You have to become a YouTube partner before you can monetize. So unless he's making zero yeah. money, I don't know. People are crazy. Maybe he's crazy. I don't know him. Do you know him? How well do you know him? Oh maybe no! The dreaded name has popped actually... up. Oh shit! Oh, actually, no. he's got ninety-six thousand subscribers. He's got a lot more than I thought he did. What what is the what is the, what is the question? Is it like if you were stuck on a deserted island with one? Uh, <laughs> basketball, and then you had a canoe between you. Don't worry, this question's Wait. funny, lol. And then you... It's another sentence that hurts podcast. my brain, so I'm just, I think I'm just gonna have to say it out loud. <laughs> Go for it. Here's a question from yours truly, PK Gaming. So, the new Zelda came out, and so far everybody says it great without lying, and I have a question for ya. If you can make your own Zelda story that can be messed up or not, would you... What would you set in line and all of that? Anyways, I'm done with the question now, so enjoy. Hey, that was a lot more coherent than the previous question, so that's a good one. Uh, but if you could make up your own Zelda story, would you? Uh, I once saw some fan art of Zelda, like, tied up. And I remember as a kid, I was like, this is the greatest piece of fan art I've ever seen. So I'd write a story based off of that. I, I mean, was... I would I would definitely love one where, like, Ganon's the protagonist. <laughs> so that, that game kind of happened. <laughs> uh, which one i was about to get to that as a tra as a segue too which is that uh i, I was gonna say that i'd make a, a zelda that acknowledges that uh you're just running around murdering everything all the time but <laughs> that game kind of exists already because the first near is zelda is about how the zelda protagonist is the bad guy basically mm -hmm. that's interesting basically the, the the thesis statement of what what near is as a game and why it exists do we want to get into that like explanation of what the hell Nier was as a game? I want I want you to do that once I've played some Nier, just because it'll make. Well, you're never gonna play Nier because you can't play those consoles. No, no, no. I'm gonna be playing Nier Automata. So like, I kind of want to be in the mindset for understanding Nier. That's confusing though, because we have no idea if Automata will be in any way compatible story wise. Is what's is what's confusing I... there. They have like they have a lot of references apparently. I don't yeah, know. but even hmm. then, that's that'd be a story. That'd be about uh, things that exist in the world, as opposed to the mechanics of telling the story of this specific game. Because I don't okay. think the Drakengard games worked like Nier did. Even like Nier is its its own weird, isolated bubble. And if they tried to pull the same trick twice, that'd be super weird too, because it wouldn't work. Because uh, uh Nier's so Nier was basically Spec Ops the Line. Uh huh. But came oh, out so first. With, with like the big twist of like, oh, turns out you're the baddie. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, 
It, well, yeah, it came out like two or was it two years or four years before Spec Ops line. I think let's see, 2012 was Spec Ops. Mm. Near came out 2010. So yeah, two years before yep. Spec Ops. Uh, mm. Basically, it's a really it's a pretty straightforward playthrough for the first playthrough. It has a few mm-hmm. unexpected character traits for certain characters in the party that are, that make them colorful and memorable, and that's what kind mm-hmm. of makes you get, gets you keep playing. But once you beat the game once, then Nier turns around and says, you should beat it again to get more of the story. And what happens <laughs> is you uh-huh. play the exact same game. It starts off with a prologue for one of your sidekick, sidekick characters that's just a, like a text adventure, like not even text adventure, it's just a book you're reading basically for a while that uh-huh. explains their uh-huh. backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh but the main takeaway is that your side from that that affects the rest of the story is that your side character is able to understand the enemies you're playing that you've been fighting this whole game, but has been driven to kill them anyway and not say anything about that. So the second mm. playthrough of the game is the same game again, but now all of your enemies have subtitles and the protagonist still doesn't know what's happening, but the player can now understand what all of the enemies are saying that you couldn't understand the entire time. And basically you're the monster. Is more or less the takeaway. Are, are all the monsters just saying like, "Have you heard about our Lord and Savior Mario?" Yeah. Well, because the the entire game is about you rescuing and saving your uh, daughter that was starts mm-hmm. off sick and then eventually is kidnapped. So it's it's all you saving your daughter. In the Japanese version, it's your sister because you play you can play as a little teenage boy instead of an instead of like a forty year old looking man. But uh, <laughs> but you're you're uh-huh. sa- you're saving some girl in the most stereotypical like fantasy video game story of all time, uh-huh. and the twist is that in the second playthrough it turns out that you're finding all, all, you get dedicated cutscenes for all the hopes and dreams of all the various people that are going to get killed over the course of the game, and you have them pleading for their lives and the lives of their children, all these other things while you're murdering them. And all you can mm-hmm. do is keep murdering them because the protagonist can't understand any of this. And even though you know, the protagonist still doesn't know. And so mm-hmm. it becomes this inexorable, like, bullying playthrough where you're obliterating the all these horrible people, all these things that are in your way, just because you're so single-mindedly dedicated on your mission. Which, it, I keep thinking of that when I'm playing Breath of the Wild because I'm killing so many, like, things that are, like, people that use tools and, and cook yeah. <laughs> food around fires and have sentries and, like have a clearly mm-hmm. a society and you just storm in and murder them and take their shit but for all video games ever that's treated as normal and for near that was the whole point was to highlight that and uh that's why it has a cult following much like spec ops d- did but it's one of those things where the only reason anyone would play it now was because was would be because they, they heard about the, the twist yeah yeah like they have to hear so about ruined. the weird thing to even have a reason to check it out in the first place because otherwise mm-hmm. it's some random square enix game from seven years ago <laughs> That so I wonder then. Well. So you said that Near Two is coming out soon. Near yeah, Automata. Near Automata is, to it, yeah, yeah. Near Automata is like not even a sequel because they're not related. Mm. They might uh-huh. be. So th- they're not. Uh, I've 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 been reading your Discord more than you have apparently because uh, somebody got the Japanese version. It's like yeah, there's like there are references to it, but like very clearly not sequel. It, d- it depends on from person to person how much it matters. Probably, kind of like yeah, how people would be like that one Dark Link, the the Dark Link you fight in that one Zelda game is actually the hero from Ocarina of Time, and you're killing them, and oh my god, or something like that. Like Fair it point. might be, it might be that kind of stuff, but also it might mm-hmm. just not matter. It's hard to say. 
I mean, the, the game was announced by somebody dressing up as a character from the first game, and that character apparently in, has some sort of impact in this game, but who knows what's going on? Yeah. It'll be hard mm-hmm. to say until it's actually out for sure, but uh, yep. the, the important thing it, here is that it's it's published by, it's I mean, not published, it's developed by uh, Platinum Games. So yeah. this one's going to be so, a good video ah. game. I'm, yeah, the first, I was going to say, the first... the first one wasn't, I'm looking at the reviews for it, it's like, Six out of ten, five out of ten. So I like. will actually <laughs> confidently say that Near, the first one, is a bad video game. Hmm. Like Spec Ops was a passable to mediocre shooter. Near yeah, is a bad generic. Zelda clone or a bad RPG or a bad hack and slash. Whatever you want to categorize it as, it's not good at what it's trying to do. Its story is neat. And that's the entire reason it has a cult following is the twist and the little reveals and like that little creativity to it of like calling out the protagonist of RPGs as being the villain because they. Well, mm, I think the only reason why things. The only reason why Near was Near, uh, one or was good was because of Yoko Taro. Everything else yeah. about it was terrible. So like, all of Near is now just it's... like button mashing combat versus enemies and. You unlock well, a, like a couple spells, but immediately like one of them will be your de facto best spell. So you're basically just either meleeing mm-hmm. or spamming that one spell for the entire game. But the game it looks wants like... you to beat it four times, but then yeah. it keeps <laughs> linearly increasing your power at, with experience, but nothing in the game scales. So it goes from one from from being one button boring combat to being like monotonous, like mm-hmm. one shotting everything in the entire game combat, all the way down to the part where like. You want to see the subtitles for the plot twist for various boss fights, so you're running away from the boss to not fight them, so the subtitles can play mm-hmm. out because you'll one shot them. I'm I'm looking at the other games that were made by Kavia, uh, as in Caveat Emptor, um, because all of it is just like it's like anime adaptation video games and brawlers and stuff. It's like One Piece, Naruto, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, uh, Naruto again. And then, like, things like Sega Bass Fishing for the Wii. Everyone remembers that title. And, uh... Then one Korg, do, like, a synthesizer okay. for the DS. Sega Bass <laughs> Fishing? I mean, yeah, because it, it was... It's a... It's a, it's a port from a Dreamcast game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. It's like, most, they didn't have to do much, they just re-released it. <laughs> it's a game that's memorable because it basically came with the Dreamcast, or at least a demo of it did or something. So, like, yeah. every Dreamcast player has played that game, pretty mm-hmm. much. Doesn't mean it was a good idea, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> and I imagine a fishing game for the Wii is actually probably relatively satisfying for a fishing game, because you get to go, like, and then there's a little speaker, so you could hear a really low, low low quality like sound coming from the controller i don't know every every game that used that like speaker on the on or the the speaker Uh. built into the controller like the sound was always just like a sound yeah it was never pleasant coming out of the controller i'm trying to remember (laughs) what game it was i was playing something recently i think that was actually using the speaker on the doesn't the PlayStation 4 controller have like a speaker or something like that? Yeah, it's a microphone and a speaker, right? It. Yeah, so like I didn't realize it at first. There's this weird phantom noise that would just show up, and <laughs> eventually I realized, <laughs> oh, that's what Your I'm hearing. Like, hey, let's. Yeah, I like when, the way you, you play, touch me. When you play Let It Die, one. When Mr. Death or whatever calls you on the phone, it comes out of your controller if it's not that muted. That was it. 
that's when funny. I fi- that's yeah. when I yeah. figured it out. It was such a surprise because I'd had my PS4 for ages. Probably uh-huh. the and it was just like use of that. Probably the coolest use of that was Transistor, which is that the character. Oh, that interesting. Because your sword talks in that game, and you're physically yeah. holding your character's physically holding it in their hands, and and mm-hmm. if you had your speaker turned on, all of the lines would come out of your controller instead of the game. That sounds kind of weird actually touch. pretty awesome. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I couldn't play that way though because I was recording. <laughs> and right, <laughs> you don't want that. You don't want that. <laughs> so, Bird, does this question mean anything to you? Somebody, uh, uh, Max Stovall asks, why did Amazon stop PayPal? Does, why did does Amazon that mean anything stop to PayPal? you? I don't even know what the question means. It's it's uh, probably even just if, an... even if I knew the answer to that, I probably wouldn't say it because of legal reasons. Like, yep. I was, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I found myself talking about, like, I was speculating, like, on Twitch policies, and I had to stop myself and realize, like, oh, because I'm an Amazon employee, people are going to take, like, what I say way, to be, like, way more serious than it actually is, and, like, have a lot more impact on it, and then that can come back to bite me in the ass in a really big way. Because they won't like that at all if I'm, like, speaking authoritatively on, like, my employer. It'll be pissed. How many more years, uh, Bird, until you're involved in a big lawsuit like John Carmack? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Probably not that many. You changed jobs, but you still had the same brain? How could you? (laughs) God... (laughs) I'm not gonna think about that, but because it will, it will probably happen. I am the ghost at some of point Christmas in my career. Future. And no, I it will probably happen if I change jobs enough, and I do if I do enough high profile work. Like that's just is a thing that happens, and it sucks. But that's not there. Yeah. <laughs> so the point is, uh, anyway. So Amazon killed PayPal because PayPal was looking at Amazon's woman. The, the wrong way and amazon you know they have a, they have a bit of a, they have a, bit of a temper right so uh he uh he shot shot paypal because uh didn't want didn't want disrespecting uh zappos jesus paypal so, punched uh, amazon's girl and ran away with it so kindle and, amazon- and prime <laughs> had to punch their way through like eight levels to get this to is her. the worst fan fiction ever it's just river city Ran- ransom i think i was gonna say like it's just like is amazon a bad enough dude <laughs> <laughs> nothing personal fire phone teleports behind you uh i was gonna mention this last podcast but i totally forgot actually as kind of a separate thing uh-huh. Uh, congrats, Keith, for hitting 30,000. Yeah, congrats. Yay. I did a thing, and you're about to hit, or did hit... No, I haven't hit it yet. Tomorrow, right? yet. People are doing a t- countdown in my, my <laughs> Twitch chat and YouTube chat. They're like, Wander, uh-huh. you're about to hit 100,000. I'm like, I'm aware. I've got a live count in the corner of my screen. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it up for the past week or so. It has a dedicated monitor. Yeah. Tomorrow's yeah. going to be fun. I'm looking forward uh, to our, the celebration. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. I I got to do some other things. I was gonna I was gonna do yeah, an sure. AMA on Reddit just because I did one like a while ago, uh-huh. and probably just do for the channel the, as well. It, you're gonna play. do this on our Let's Play, right? Yeah, yeah might as well. Okay. Uh, open it up to fans, but also just be like, hey, let's mm-hmm. uh, let's let's just let whomever respond mm-hmm. that wants to respond and you know find out uh, or ask whatever questions they want. I don't know. Um, Speaking of Q and A, I have a question yeah. for Wander. Actually, I guess it's a question about Wanderbot. 
Okay. <laughs> He's not allowed to answer it then. Concave Sloth asks, do you think Wanderbot looks like Comic Book Guy? No. Do we know who Comic Book Guy is? From The Simpsons. From Simpsons? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, no, because Wanda not, doesn't... Wanda's not balding. balding. He doesn't have a ponytail. And he didn't draw, I mean, I like, a, a bomb on mouth onto his face. Yeah. I've got a pretty intense Widow's Peak, comparatively, but that's, like... Yeah, same know, here. Mine, separate? Mine's, mine's getting so intense lately. I don't know what's I, happening. I'm not a fan. My, my Mine is okay, my brother's <laughs> is like ridiculous. He had short hair the last time I saw him, and it's just like, man, your widow's peak is extensive. That's the saying you're about your brother is like the worst thing because I all know. you're saying is about yourself in yeah. like two years, and you're well, like, no, but no. I'm older than my brother. I'm not. I'm not you. So like that's oh, weird. Point. Yeah. Well, I mean, you maybe maybe your brother just uh he he. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. I was gonna say something stupid. Genetics are weird. Like, Hair is weird. Stupid this things. is the first time I've ever noticed that comic book guy has like a like a zigzaggy, angry mouth around his mouth. That's supposed to you be. You never his noticed beard. that he has like a really, really bad beard. Yeah, stubble. like it's supposed to be his yeah. beard, but it just looks like that like major domo mouth or whatever. Wow. Yeah, it is a big, uh, major domo. That's a uh, that's an experience. I don't yeah. think Major Domo is the right name for it, but the Domo. No, the weird... Domo. Major Domo is a the... mail list service, but yeah. Domo is the uh, is the one with the mouth. Yeah, the fuzzy, the fuzzy stuffed animal nightmare thing mm -hmm. that looks like a cactuar. Yeah. I have that shirt. <laughs> nice, but Major Domo is uh, is literally like uh, you sign up to like receive coupons and stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> That's what Major Domo is for. It's the I give <laughs> the I give up on life button. Yeah. All right. Let's see. So, uh, any, any other, other major that questions? We want to talk about or I'm other trying questions? to sort through questions because there's actually kind of a lot of them. Oh but yeah. There's so some of them are real bad, so I'm kind of skipping some of them. That's good. Let's see. I've been uh, season twoing Dark People Souls three. People won't stop asking us for honor questions, even though none of us play it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it got really popular. It's just yeah. one of those where it's like, it's just such a nothing that we're going to play game that it's kind yeah, of now people are asking us yeah. what team we're on i'm like no <laughs> yeah i've, I've no. been season twoing dark souls 3 to try and catch up to play the dlc with you all uh i'm up to the abyss watchers right now but i'm trying to play it completely differently than i ever have before so Upside i'm down. playing <laughs> but i've always every time i play dark souls i i like use like heavy armor and like a great sword and a shield and stuff like that this time, I'm playing through the entire game with no armor. Uh, I'm using the Caddius to parry, and I'm using the Mailbreaker. So, like, the complete opposite without going towards magic or miracles so is or whatever. Nude or just wearing, like, whatever, like, cosmetic items? It's like pants. It's just yeah. whatever, like, happens when you don't wear any armor at all. My go-to um, is basically to grab a rapier and start rolling. <laughs> yeah. But people but, get mad uh, about that because rapiers for I'm... nublets or something. <laughs> that's what I'm doing now, and it's a completely different game because I can roll and I can attack things really, really fast, and it's a lot easier, <laughs> in my opinion, honestly. Well, that's like, because Dark Dark Souls, uh, like Dark Souls Three, is much, much faster. So going yeah, slow and like having a really slow build is actually super detrimental to you. Whereas, yeah. um, uh. 
Dark Souls like, One felt is so sluggish by comparison to the others. It was yeah, sluggish. All, all the bosses Dark, were slow. My entire first playthrough of Dark Souls One was tank, like full on, like tank everything, and mm-hmm. that's the hardest playthrough I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 almost self sabotage at some point to try to stick to yeah. that strategy. Yeah, because armor is useless. It's compl- it's the most useless fucking thing in that game. It's, it's like just... I can either dodge. Uh, and take a shit ton of damage or i cannot dodge and take a shit ton of damage it's just nearly impossible to beat people like ornstein and smo and be like i'm gonna block their attacks <laughs> <laughs> how are you gonna block the spear that's like the size of the building that you're in anyway like at least they got that L1. part going for them yeah that's true <laughs> i don't know if this is some sort of ongoing joke or something but joker stalker asks have we found out derf's age that is oh, an ongoing joke. That's yeah, the thing, I yeah, guess. that's we. That's he's the only person that we. Fault. We don't have even like the vaguest clue of how old he is. We've never asked, but he's he's like our he's a little older than us, I think. What if he's actually he's silly. old enough to have his dreams crushed? At least that's what he told me. Yeah, I oh. I know for example he's <laughs> um, he might be Tilly then. <laughs> oh, uh, Tilly's life has been improving from last I heard. No, I, yeah, I'm just amused by the idea of like, what if somebody left and then came back and just pretended they weren't the same person? <laughs> uh, secretly a completely different person. Oh, that would be no one will notice. That would be well, really funny if like gnomes came back and what, he what grew if, out a mustache. What if Effie was Pocket Pack? <laughs> <laughs> like, hello, be... my name is Stupid Elf. You put on the vocal equivalent of a mustache? Yes. Alu. <laughs> I, we have never met before. That's a normal thing to say to somebody that you've never met before. <laughs> they also ask how see. long of Wander and Delvin Shading what's their favorite game. Apparently you Del- two have to share a favorite Delvin game. Delvin Shading? Dating. Um, I heard Delvin Shading. Did I, did, I, know. Did I say so, Delvin Shading? Yeah, yeah. so I guess uh, right, how long so have you and Delvin then. Shading? <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, uh... Ooh, it was do, sunny today, so maybe just a couple hours. Or... Just a couple <laughs> hours, really. You want a Dell? Can mm. you keep it in the shade? That's smart. They had faulty fans. Um, but yeah, we've been together since 2010, so almost ah. seven years. Yeah, wild. You just barely beat us both to the door. Let's see. Hannah, Hannah, uh, Hannah, makeup. <laughs> We're going back you to want... the system of a down. <laughs> Let's not you go. You want it to? <laughs> Let's not go that direction. Abort. Oh, Wander always wanted to go forward. Yeah. Never wants That's to the only way back. I know how to go. So tomorrow on your 100,000 stream, are you going to grab a brush and put a little makeup? Uh, he did it. He did it. He said the words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Somebody was going to say something before we derailed it like three times. Horribly. I don't remember who okay. or I don't, what. Yeah, uh, it's okay. You assume Durf is in his twenties. Have no idea. I think he's. I think Durf is probably like around Wander in my mind age. Yeah. Well, I I was gonna say uh, I'm fairly certain he is because he's seen Tokyo Gore Police, which is old and mm-hmm. bad and generally, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of fits our age group or a little bit older, at least. I saw it in college. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of other random people, uh, I don't think I've talked about this too much, but Rockwar um, might 
uh, he's interviewing to actually become my coworker right now. Whoa, uh, he's weird. got an interview coming up in uh, two weeks. Why is so the world be, so small? That'd be pretty exciting. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's really cool though. I hope apparently, he gets the job. Apparently, in a uh, stream that did not involve us, Durf said he was twenty-eight. So, oh, yeah. oh come on. Well, we know he he does have other friends than just us. So there's there's oh, that. Oh come on. <laughs> We need to fix I that. that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I know he plays with Batbeard, like, more than us. Yeah, speaking of weird small world people, it's uh -huh. realizing that he's just like my neighbor. <laughs> mm -hmm. He was, yeah. Yeah, I, I was anymore, actually, it's but... like, if I ever, if I'm ever in uh, Mid-Cal for, mm -hmm. for a convention, I'm probably going to visit both of you at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. He missed the chance. Just, he didn't. He didn't know us yet. Last time you came by, yeah, right, yeah. I don't think he was YouTubing at all. Then. Probably not. That Isn't was he, like twenty twelve. Yeah, his, his, no, ch uh, he, Bat his channel's not that old. So Batbeard did not start seriously seriously YouTubing until I brought him onto the show. Uh, right, like he he literally uh, was just kind of doing it as a side hobby project, and mm -hmm. then I'm like, hey, you seem cool. Uh, mm -hmm. you know. You can be in some of the videos. He's like, "Oh shit, I actually need to like try now." And he said <laughs> it was weird and stressful, and I thought that yeah. was hilarious. We actually you have a follow somebody else who are earlier. there. Oh yeah, uh, the person that was asking about doing this as their job and stuff like that. They said, mm -hmm. uh, "Wonderbots, I completely agree with the whole test out the YouTube thing thing on your own. Uh, I just need some sort of argument so I can convince my parents to let me go at it because they believe that gaming is a waste of time like most parents do and I I, I kind of agree with the idea that you should do a job you like instead of being miserable at something else that my pays parents well. were telling me that I should quit YouTube up until 10,000 subscribers uh, oh, yeah. so yeah yeah it is it is amusing thinking about all the times that I was told that uh, that I'll never use video games in my life and that I need to become a lawyer or something <laughs> yep Ooh, uh, you don't want to do that. Well, <laughs> one of the I'm, most talented I'm, lawyer friends I know uh, hasn't been able to find a job for like three years, and he's uh, just started a new job at Starbucks. I had somewhat of a reputation of destroying people's arguments, which made people say that I should be a lawyer, but it sounded miserable. So no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the problem with um, getting a law degree is that the market is so saturated right now. Because lawyers and... have so much exposure as a thing that people do. As opposed to yeah. geologists or other weird it, jobs, it's so there's, there's so many people are like went into it the in the past couple of years that it created just a huge labor glut. And as far as I can tell, like it's everyone I know who's gone for law is absolutely miserable right now. Yeah. Um. But on the but, on the topic of the message, we the, the question, yeah, the thing, actual like, question. I, uh, what can, we we're not going to make an right. argument for your parents, okay? <laughs> Like, yeah. The uh, thing about it is we, that your parents are right. Them. Video games are a waste of time. Mm -hmm. But life is about just doing what you need to do to survive and then yep. choosing how to waste your time. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's a totally a valid thing to do in your free time. But whether or not you can turn it into a yeah. job is super up in the air. Because, like, yeah, Bird's not gonna... been doing it since, what, 2013? I've been doing it since uh -huh. 2011. And I went full time mm -hmm. this year. Wander went faster on that scale. Mm -hmm. Other people have been doing it for longer than I have, pre-2011, yep. and are nowhere close to being able to go full-time mm -hmm. ever. Like, yeah. it's, you can't just work at it to make it better. It's all, no. it's such a chance thing that, like, it's not a, it's not a safe bet yeah. for your future. Like, even me, when I was dedicating tons of time into it, 
I still mm-hmm. applied for jobs and I worked for a year in a cubicle, mm-hmm. for, uh, which I quit about a year ago. Like I, I worked there for a year until I hit a point where I actually could do this full time because <laughs> you have yep. to, you have to, be, you have to be a sane human being and make reasonable decisions, and then maybe you arbitrarily become some level of internet famous to make a make a job. But you mm-hmm. can't, you cannot plan your life around this. Yeah, the, the thing is, your parents are right. We're not going to convince them. I'm not even going to try. Yeah. But ultimately, if you want to do it. Like you can make it happen, and you can just dedicate your time to it. Because like, what are they gonna? What are they gonna do? Now's the time. How are they gonna stop you? you? Three years where you can screw around and make videos, uh, without having to. At least, depending on your living situation, many people during this Mm -hmm. age group don't have to have jobs yet. I mean, this is your lowest risk chance to try it. But also because of your age, it might mm -hmm. your age might hurt your ability to gain an audience at times too. Yeah, depending on what the audiences you're looking for. Right. And the thing is, like, it, when your parents are, like, telling you, like, what to do and what not to do when you're 15, as long as they're, I'm going to assume they're good parents, like, yeah. you, you can just, you like, at that point, it's still, it's starting to enter, like, this advice stage, if you're 15, where it's like, well, I mean, what are they going to do to stop you from doing it? It's your free time. Um I mean, when I was, like, 15, my parents were still constantly giving me advice. But if I said, like, no, I'm going to do this, they were like, all right, whatever, have fun. It's not like you're 10 anymore, where you have to listen to them. And but... my parents still give me advice every once in a while. I'm like, that's a dumb idea, and they <laughs> back off on it. My parents stopped giving me advice a couple of years ago, and I weirdly miss it sometimes. <laughs> I do and I don't. Uh, there's nothing quite like being told, you should, like, hmm. get an office somewhere so you can have... Yeah people pay to hang out with you and uh do let's plays with you like just <laughs> That's random fans precious. and i'm like in no way is what that you a do you s- open a hangout with me store yeah it's <laughs> like that would be funny it would be funny but like the the consequences of like having people over especially like mm-hmm. say younger people it's just like i oh God. there's no way this sign would a waiver out. sign oh, another no. one just to be sure i don't think sign waivers one for canada that. i don't think waivers fixed that uh shit Did go it. away <laughs> i'm gonna need police chaperones hmm. yeah but yeah my parents my parents don't really give me advice anymore because i've at this point like done more and like career-wise and like technically like the most successful of like my family so they're just like yeah okay you figured your shit out like you go for it just keep doing whatever you do every every time i try to explain my job to my parents Mm -hmm. or how it makes money it the information is clearly dumped within 24 hours uh so now they've just stopped asking uh, mm-hmm. so the closest thing to advice is that every now and then my, like every six months or so, my mom will usually drop a hint, like maybe you should go get a doctorate or something. You can maybe go back to school again. And that's about it. <laughs> right now. Yeah. They, right now. I think they're just happy that, we have jo- that both their kids have jobs and live somewhere. If you wanted to get a doctorate, I would, I would wait. You have your, you have your entire life to do that. Right. Yeah. Like I everybody I know that give up. <laughs> everybody i know that got a phd uh did it after like not being in school for 10 or 15 years yeah my my brother is getting his doctorate right now and it's definitely pissing him off (laughs) yeah because it's it's getting a doctorate is bullshit it's really hard 
and it's not fun and you're basically doing it it's glorified like kind of like academic bitch work yeah i have a better like, way to put it school well, no, in the grand true. scheme of how those universities work and how research works people that are getting their doctorate get no respect yeah like my my brother is brilliant uh mm -hmm. like straight up i'm sure and he's treated like shit <laughs> he is uh his uh his advisor will just forget about mm -hmm. a project yeah. or be like okay you need to do this like now because mm -hmm. uh you know we've got this like serious deadline and you know it's really important that you get this done otherwise you know mm -hmm. this is going to reflect really badly on all me and you and everything like that and then the due date will come and go my brother's you know kicked his ass to you know all-nighters all the all of the everything that you have to do to get a project done and then his advisor will be like oh yeah and then forget about it and then later be yeah. like why didn't you do this other thing and my brother would be like you told me not to and yeah this Very, is mit yeah. so like if you want to get a doctorate you bet it better damn well be in something that you really are passionate about like never feel like you have to do a doctorate because that's the worst, worst reason to do to do it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, wow, we're, this is like weird life advice. Well, stream. People ask. College gets <laughs> they get real it. weird the moment you get a bachelor's degree. Yeah. What? And, no one and people don't really tell you, really. Mm -hmm. Like, you go to high school, and then you go to college, and college is just grown-up high school. Where nobody's yeah. really paying attention to whether or not you're doing the high college school correctly. Is, college is high school for adults. That's yeah. all it is. It's college is high school where you're not mandated to be there anymore. So if you stop paying attention and stop going to classes and totally flunk out of your own volition, no one will notice. <laughs> right. Is the main did you difference. Guys, but did you guys ever have anything talk about and like anybody talk about the square root club? I have no idea what we're talking what about. The hell is that? People whose GPA. Uh, the square root of their GPA is higher than their actual GPA. Oh, right. For people who have like a below 1.0 or something like uh -huh. that. I have heard of that. I knew a lot of people uh, in the square no. root club. They were very proud of themselves. Uh, See, high school, was... high school for adults. Yeah. The interesting that part like was... sounds like high school for children to me. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were very like proud of getting into the square root club and then dragging themselves back out. And I was like... I have a, like, 4.0 or, like, close to it. Mm -hmm. I'm really happy about that. And they're all like... Mm -hmm. well, the and one thing about leave. doing that specifically is that actually closes doors for you beyond just, like, you don't learn the material. But, like, if you have a bad GPA, you're basically screwing yourself out of, like, grad school. Which, yes. to most people, that's probably not a problem. But, like, it's just something to be aware about as you choose how you want to be a student yeah that's what i was talking about by the way when i talked about things being weird the moment you have a bachelor's degree is mm -hmm. grad school's not even the same type of school it it's just, completely different first it's off totally it's a lot project. better yeah. it's a lot it's a lot it's, grad school was so much better than undergrad it felt like people actually started to kind of take you seriously again when i looked at the geology students it looked like they were basically just choosing a research project and doing legit research work basically and and field yep. work and it just wasn't school anymore at all mm -hmm. in, in a way it, yeah and then they had to do a presentation at the end which was like their defense of their big yep. project they spent the last like nine months on with almost no oversight mm -hmm. which is terrifying yeah my getting my master's degree was actually looking back on it it, it, it was kind of fun 
You know, because it's like you're kind of sandboxed into this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Uh, and this is like kind of like the Tinker Toy version of it before you get like totally wrapped up in it. Even what? for a bachelor's degree, it's just kind of like you're still just like, okay, we're going to hold your hand and like make you crawl through doing math and stuff like that. <laughs> From what I've seen so far of uh, of like physical science majors doing uh, their mm -hmm. master's degree... It's actually like it can actually really, really suck because oh, these yeah. people can get wrapped up in like political issues, like, yes. and I don't mean like necessarily like like government po politics, but no, I mean like academia like, is corrupt. Yeah, academic <laughs> politics where like you start mm -hmm. getting into something that somebody else wants to take credit for now that's working above you. Like the people that are controlling mm -hmm. your master's thesis are suddenly like trying to make them their names for themselves off of your work and mm -hmm. things like that. And yeah, then it, then yeah, didn't that happen to your brother, Wonder? uh my dad actually dad, that's uh, right. yeah repeatedly um <laughs> his advisor so, kept stealing his work uh right? no not his advisor his co-workers uh he had one oh. guy whose name was like straight up just magic which was a weird name um Johnson? But this guy was working with my dad and this guy went behind my dad's back got a ton of government contracts like millions Man. of dollars and more or less took all the credit for himself and ran uh, mm -hmm. leaving my dad very much in the in the dust and so uh originally i was like trying to figure out like uh you know game stuff because i was like oh yeah what if i just like you know do some work with him do some work with other people and he just got like super angry at me and my dad never gets mad because uh -huh. he's this like super mellow dude but the moment he has to like share anything with anybody work-wise he like freaks <laughs> out and doesn't want to do it because He's been screwed over so many times, it's just not worth it for him. Yeah, I had to deal with the thing where I was helping on somebody's master's thesis because I was getting experience with, uh, like, with, with G a GIS, which is a, uh, like, a relatively, in like, high-intensity, like, mapping program that's really powerful. Yep. And, uh... My dad was, worked with GIS when yeah, it was uh, basically first being rolled out and computerized and stuff. I spent like a year generating maps for somebody's master's thesis just for resume work, which led to me getting my job actually. And, uh, but so this, this person that was doing the master's thesis was investigating, uh, mercury seeping out of the mines around a local lake. And it was a twofold thing where one, it, she sort of hit pay dirt on it being like a relatively major thing to look into. And it, it was, like stuff was going down to the point where like the people above her were all trying to get take sort of take credit for elements of her work while it was happening but also is creating controversy because she worked at the water board and the the findings were bec were actually becoming a problem for uh her work there oh, because no. like, they don't want them to get certain findings and like it was actually becoming a problem uh -huh. there too and it's like it can be it gets weirdly real when you're getting a master's thesis in a physical science compared to just studying out of textbooks and getting your bachelor's Yes. Well, physical Very science different. particularly is like it's 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 the it's the wonderful cross section of the corruption of academia, meaning the corruption of local politics. Yay! So <laughs> that's <Ooh>. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I wasn't able to find a real job really out of mm -hmm. my major that was particularly useful or had any real direction to it. I mean, you just worked on Excel spreadsheets, right? Yeah, it was like not that. great. Interestingly, I also had my first chat with a uh, splatter cat, and mm -hmm. uh, he's in the exact same boat where he got a bachelor's with uh, geology and has mm -hmm. and went nowhere. Period. You mean to tell me you finally actually spoke with splatter yeah. cat? 
Yeah, we, we've uh, been waiting for that moment for like two years. <laughs> yeah, the, the night before the Switch came out, we just hung out and talked in Steam chat for like two hours. That's talking cool. about like getting a geology major and the uh, the field expeditions we've never we went talked on. For two hours. We found out we went to some of the same locations even during <laughs> our uh, during our like major capstone stuff. Mm. Place called Polita. Mm. All right. Up next, we have somebody basically asking four questions, but it's basically just one question being overcomplicated, which is just about your most and least favorite video game controllers. Oh, controllers, Ooh. huh? I uh, I gotta say, I hate the N sixty four controller more than anything else. That's rough. That can that controller was not comfortable. This is honestly, weird. This, honestly, the Switch Joy-Con controller is ranking pretty low for me right now. I don't, mm. I don't like it, but it's too small. Yeah, it's very small in my hands. The, L, the I don't, bumpers are about an eighth of an inch thick. Yeah, mm. I keep throwing my weapons by accident when I'm trying to fire a bow, or uh, yeah. fire my bow when I'm trying to throw a weapon, and it's. Mm -hmm. um, I can actually hold this up to the camera. Up, oh, and I just, yeah. I almost did it. Best game controller so, is the keyboard and mouse. The problem with the Joy-Con yeah, controller that is there. that <laughs> my fingers are the size of the bumper and the trigger combined. Yeah. <laughs> so like Ouch. I it's they're ridiculously tiny. And also my default holding position with my hands. Uh-huh. Uh my thumbs default to being about on one inch closer to the center of the controller than either of the joysticks actually are. Mm -hmm. So I have to crunch my hands backwards to use either joystick. And also all the buttons feel like shitty toy buttons. It feels like someone's yeah. crappy toy. It doesn't feel plastic? like a real controller. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting the pro. Like big, big red. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm. I'm kind of not a fan. I'm not a fan of the controller, but I'm mm -hmm. finding myself kind of okay with it just because I've played the nope. 3ds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you kind of, you kind of like get used to it if you've been playing mm -hmm. the Game Boy because it's effectively the same shape, just condensed down slightly mm -hmm. more. The original um, NES controller also is kind of painful to hold. Yeah, because it's just a, with corners. It's, it's like, oh wow, they made their controller sharp. Yeah, I, I like they, the SNES controllers. Out. Those were the smart. SNES controller is wonderful uh, for a very basic controller, but it, it really liked, is comfy. I think the I best video the game, game controller might be the Xbox One controller. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I think the the PlayStation Two with the analog joysticks and stuff like that. Yeah. Was just, absolutely phenomenal for playstation i'd probably pick the ps3 controller mm, i don't like the yeah, PlayStation 4 controller because the, the touchpad is kind of stupid but mo more yeah, more than awful. anything the uh the uh, start and share buttons are mm -hmm. unpressable at times yep they're like completely flush the controller and you have to like click them uh, or like it feels like you're yeah. trying to press the little button that's hidden away in, in the back of a control if like old electronics you have as a kid where you have to stick a needle into them to press the button like it felt mm -hmm. like that it feels like pressing the reset button on stuff like that sometimes when it shouldn't be for me i just hate that there's a share button period on my playstation because yeah. mm -hmm. like i will i will forget that the touchpad's there and be like all right now i'm gonna now i'm gonna switch to the you know now i'm gonna pull up the map or whatever yeah and then instead what happens is uh I I hit the share button and it's just like ah, uh, um, crap. Now what do I do? Because uh, you know, it pops up the screen, it pauses your game, or it doesn't pause your game. I love it when that happens. That happened once or twice uh, when we were playing Destiny, and that oh, was yeah. uh, oh uh, that man, was, that like, was unfun. I, I'm like, gonna I I just Google image searched worst third party controllers. <laughs> 
There's some good stuff here. I'm going to link this one I found or in the Discord. even first party, you got the Duke. Yeah, this is, like, they managed to make the N64 controller a lot worse. Was it was it a challenge? <laughs> um, just was look it a twenty four hour controller jam? <laughs> that looks like <laughs> a a spaceship from Star Wars. My <laughs> looks like an my, par my parents definitely uh, had me buy some jankalicious um uh, jankalicious controllers along the way. Because, you know, my parents are legendarily cheap, so they're like, mm -hmm. Alright, so here's the N64 controller. It's, you know, 20, 30 bucks. Or here's the Mad Cats controller for uh -huh. uh, 10. And so we'd end up with the, like, one with the extra buttons and the turbo controls that just don't work. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, well, okay, was, friends get this controller. I'm... I'm digging the Super Pad 64. That's, that's a pretty great controller. Is okay? this in the podcast? Uh, yeah, I put in the podcast. In, yeah, in the I had a friend. I had a friend who had the Super Pad 64. Mm -hmm. Oh no! I had to use that thing. Just a sad paddle. Oh, oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. I will link this to you. I will say the one good thing about the Nintendo controller right now is that at least the select button works, and as in that it's a select button. Mm -hmm. You press. You press it, and like a select menu opens instead of like the share or the snap because i well the xbox one is like probably my favorite controller right now i hate that when you're using it on the xbox it does bullshit with the, with the select button instead of what select mm -hmm. used to do because i don't i don't care about xbox one or ps4's new things that they decided to map to what used to be the select or back button they i feel like they own they're only a na nightmare when you accidentally press them and you're like no i undo it undo it yeah you you linked us uh, in a nightmare go. nickelodeon controller here, here you go. Here you go. One more, one more bad controller. Then we'll that get can't off be real. the topic. <laughs> no, I'm I'm pretty sure this is Photoshop. Yeah. Now but... Bird's linking Sia Siamese Nintendo 64 controllers, <laughs> where it's just two 64 controllers mashed together with solid plastic in the middle, like the uh, the the tandem bicycle of Nintendo 64 controllers. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Mostly just reminds me of trying to play Dive Kick, where you can play you can play Dive Kick with a shared screen on the P on the PS Vita because it's a two button mm -hmm. game. So one of you would press left and down, and one of you would press X and circle. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that the GoldenEye sixty four one of the controllers you you had different controller modes? One of them actually used uh, two controllers for one player. Yeah, I've I've heard about that for sure. It was actually it the best because it had the uh, it had the modern um, strafe on one and look on the other. But it's like a nightmare uh, solution. Steam, but it was like so hackneyed that you had to do, like. It's like it's like playing DDR <laughs> on double. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for least favorite controller that I've actually owned because there's mm -hmm. way I could think of worse stuff like the Philips CDI, but the worst controller I've ever personally owned and used was the oh, yeah, Wiimote. That thing's awful. Uh, the I don't know. I like the Wiimote. I I don't I agree with them as far as like mainline console controllers I I can see the Wiimote being pretty are bad. One and two and they're in a horizontal line from each other and there's a trigger and a giant oh, A button yeah, and yeah. it has shitty the, motion controls that don't work very well. That's half time absolutely true. The Wiimote without the nunchuck poorly. when you're holding it sideways. Oh yeah yeah that's horrible. Uh, the, yeah one of the best right. ways of using it is like a NES controller. Yeah. Did you guys did you guys ever see um. Did you guys ever see the, what was it? Or did you ever play the Kirby games? The like co-op ones on the Wii? No. No. 
it was so hard on your hands because those one and two buttons have kind of that sharp plastic around them. And mm-hmm. so if you press them too hard, the sharp pl- sharp plastic will press into your fingers, mm-hmm. uh, which, I mean, generally isn't that big of a deal. But mm-hmm. Kirby, you're pressing those buttons a lot for a while, especially for like an endurance co-op session. So by the mm-hmm. end of it, I had like little red angry rings of pain. Uh, <laughs> around, like on my fingers. That's part of the reason why I don't like uh, the Xbox... I can uh, confidently say I've controller. never had an extended Wii session on any game, period. Oh, I, Unfortunately, I would because it was I, my only console for a while. Yeah, I never yeah. found a compelling gaming experience that had me stick with it for longer. But admittedly, I never played any Galaxy. Mario or Zelda on a Wii. Yeah, Galaxy yeah. Galaxy's fun. Um, I don't know. The Wii Sports was actually kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Wii Sports was fun, uh, especially like for birthday parties and stuff. The golfing on Wii Sports was horrible. Yeah. That was by far the worst. But the Wii Sports Tennis was really, really fun. Oh, man. Um, story. Uh, <laughs> so the the Wii had just come out, and uh-huh. my friend and I were going to have a LAN party, or he was hosting a LAN party or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I apparently got the day wrong. And so <laughs> I, I show mm-hmm. up at his place with my laptop and you know my bag full of stuff and whatever. And he answers his door, and he's just... Uh, well, no, he doesn't answer his door. His mother answers his door. He's too busy answering his door, even though he's right next to the front door. And I walk in, and he's like, sup? And I look over, and he's just in tidy whities and a shirt. And this is like a 16-year-old? Something like that? We were in, like, kind of oh, high schoolish, And oh. he's playing Wii Tennis, so he's, like, dancing back and forth. Uh, and I'm like, oh, God. I got the day wrong, didn't I? And he's like, yep, it's tomorrow. I left. I didn't want to stick around and play Wii Tennis with him. I didn't want to play with his Wii. (laughs) You're truly a wordsmith there, Wander. After that, I was just like, I don't think I really want to go over to this guy's house, because that was really weird. (laughs) I'm just picturing as you leave, he's like, Mom! Mom, Give me some snacks, bitch! Mom, bathroom, bathroom! Ah. What is the hardest Dark Souls boss you have ever fought? Says Gavin Mortar. Uh, For me, it's Ludwig, which you guys don't know what that means, know. but that was fucked. <laughs> that was Artist real fucked. Dark Souls boss. Actually, the newest one was really rough, too. The 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 boss you guys haven't seen yet, that's the final boss of the DLC that we're, we'll hopefully get around to, it's mm-hmm. pretty fucked, and it, playing it in co-op, you will not realize how probably how fucked it is, but... You'll get some of it. <laughs> Honestly, this is kind of a weird answer, but uh, I want to say the Taurus Demon. Like, Taurus really, demon. like, if you're so going into fucking it... hard. Yeah. And cause... then after I beat him, I was, like, good at Dark Souls enough to, like, yeah. get through the rest of it. And the whole game got, like, kind of, like, an even amount of difficulty. So the hard thing I've... about the Taurus Demon is the whole is that it's a whole level. It's the first time where yeah. you have to go from Bonfire through several d- dangerous areas yes. all the way up to a boss fight that you have to take down without and have that all be in one good run. So yeah. that's that's a learning experience for every Dark Souls player that didn't start with Demon Souls. Right. That's that's basically what it boiled down to. Like it wasn't like there are objectively way harder bosses, but you're a better player when you get to those and you like go through them just fine. Or your expectations are set to where you, like, know what to do to, like, win. Whereas yeah. the very first time you fight the Taurus Demon, if you're not, like, ready for it, you're just like, oh, this game is actually impossible. 
It's like how the Dragon Rider armor is objectively harder than Eudex Gundir, but you're way like more likely to have trouble with Eudex Gundir because he's the first thing that happens in Dark Souls Three. Yeah. So that's uh that that's pretty much what my answer boils down to. Mine was a scary horseman. Oh yeah, the, the skeletal chariot ruined us repeatedly. No, it's not going to be different. I don't know. No, I was just thinking about it. He has the, the skeletal most, champion. He has the he he sting. So for the, the since you guys don't know yet, so uh, well, I mean, we're gonna be playing the DLC soon. No, it's a Bloodborne um, boss. Oh. Yeah, we uh, should. So the Bird, Bloodborne boss Ludwig. It's a he's. It's a boss that's. It's a. It's a two phase boss that starts as a beast boss, which I already struggle with in Bloodborne because it's hard to tell what they're doing sometimes. Then mm. he turns into a. I'm gonna hit you with a big weapon boss. And so you mm -hmm. and so you have to learn two completely different move sets to whittle down two entire health bars in order to beat. The, You're basically uh, fighting two bosses back yeah. to back. And multi-phase bosses are, the are two... always the hardest. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm gonna be totally honest. Everything about Bloodborne was hard for me. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I kind of prefer the but, slow, methodical. But, but I feel like nothing those is games harder. Definitely weren't. Nothing is harder than like having to learn one move set. Then something else happens midway through the fight that they change to a different boss, and then you have to do that one. And then when you, mm -hmm. in order to win the fight, you have to finally pull off a run where you pull off the switch between two different play styles seamlessly, and yeah. actually have two good runs in a row. Basically, I'm trying to remember what game this was. I don't think this was Dark Souls, but um. Any game where the, the boss has a very de definitive pattern, and then mm -hmm. they get faster. So you learn the pattern, <laughs> yeah. and then and they then like pick to... up in speed once or twice, mm -hmm. and you're just like, all of my timing is gone already. And it's like what it, it is in Wings of VI. They, they did that in... Those uh, bosses are totally like that. They did that in Dark Souls 2, actually. The Smelter Demon was a boss that destroyed people yeah. in the first playthrough and caused a lot of people a lot of trouble so you got so by the time you finally beat it you pretty much memorized the timing of all of mm -hmm. its uh roles well, that you had to do when you got burned into your yeah. brain then you get to the second second or third dlc where there's a blue smelter demon that has different attack timings but the same attacks oh. and it ruins you yep. that sounds awful it's, it's so hard for reasons that are hard to articulate in the moment but it's like mm -hmm. it's because you reflexively do all the timing based on the other the other smelter mm -hmm. demon that you practiced against. All right. Well, that's about two hours. Yeah. Yep. So, Good podcast. About two hours. Uh, anyway, Wander, I will. I'll. I would buy a PlayStation Four, but I don't have a TV. Did we do the last question uh, so they're completely clean, or should we stop enough. it? Let's see. Uh, yeah. Let's flush out. Let's flush it out. The, the last, last question, question we have in our backlog right now is: Do you prefer a bigger audience that you almost can't interact with, or a small one that you can? From I go Santos. I mean, one makes more money. One's a lot more fun. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be <laughs> totally honest. Down to. I, this is part of the reason why I've got like a Discord on lockdown instead of opening it up purely because that way I can actually interact with some people. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I'll invite people kind of randomly because if I opened it up to everybody, I'm sure it'd be just a, a cesspit uh, yep. that it was like for a while. Um, yeah, it's starting to clean up. Yeah. But it literally yes. boiled down to us like kicking out like tons of people over yep. time. But the the sad reality is just got to pay bills. Yeah, like yep. a bigger audience means life is literally better. But mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, as far as the audience interactions go, it's really hard to articulate, and you don't really get this. Uh, you don't really understand this till you have one on YouTube or Twitch. Just how nebulous an audience can be in concept. 
Mm-hmm. Like it mostly boils down to like there's certain names you learn to recognize over time, and those are the people that come to mind when you think of your audience. Yeah, but, but then like, they go away, and then after a couple months, you forget that they ever existed. That that I and still there's also like there's, a number of them, but yeah, there's yeah, often yeah. hundreds or thousands of silent people or people just drifting in and out constantly and. Like somebody can be a member of your audience forever and you don't really know they exist. And there can be constant people that you can remember somebody that only just came in for one video and said a thing and then left and they never subscribed and they were just commenting on something at random. Like so much of our reviews mm-hmm. come from random people just encountering our videos that aren't even necessarily our audience. That And that's so much of our comments in many cases that it's actually hard to tell right. who to even count as your audience in the mm-hmm. first place. I don't know. So yeah, I guess that that's probably a pretty satisfactory. I just like answer, having right? better people to talk to <laughs> than the people that aren't good to talk to. Is really the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, a, a community improves not by numbers, but by getting better people in it. Yeah. And you can't like one thing that I've been kind of learning is that like even if you kick out like bad people from your community, if you don't have good people, you just wind up with nobody. Yeah. And that that. That only that, that's still very necessary. Like, absolutely, you want to kick if people are dragging your community's quality down, kick them out. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily lead to the community improving. All it does is is prevents people from leaving that are good contributors because they're not constantly pissed off at the douchebags. It is one of those things where, like, I uh, I have zero hesitation for immediately uh shadow banning people that just show themselves as being shitty people because yep. they mm-hmm. will just make everything worse and mm-hmm. then they'll find other people like them and they'll all make it worse collectively and like pruning and them then continuously, all the good people get pushed out immediately yeah like pruning them continuously good contributors are flighty better they're really yes. flighty because they 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 people have no patience for like assholery, but assholes have infinite patience. Yeah. So <laughs> it's I like actually... you have to kick people so aggressively. Uh, otherwise, like your good contributors leave like that. They're so they just are gone. Oh yeah. If you're Understood. if you're around my size or Wanderbot size, and uh, if, I mean if you're watching <laughs> people those size, I mean, and you're mm-hmm. commenting on their videos long term for months or years, and uh, like not being a total shit bag and also not being like it's like, thank you like if you're Jeez. like if you're like, like if you're like, thing you if you're actually leaving thoughtful <laughs> comments and stuff like even if it doesn't feel like it we know we know we remember you actually yeah like yep. we we both have i'm sure people that come to mind is like the like the people that they like in the audience basically yes and yes oh, yeah there, that's just some people are better to get notifications from than other people sometimes mm-hmm yeah, you ready to say something, Wander? I I just uh, I actually remember my like original fan. Uh, he showed up I more or less with uh, yep. with uh, it was either Binding of Isaac or Tower of Guns or something. But he left Probably a comment on literally every video of Amler and Tower of Guns and stuff like that. And every once in a while, he'll still leave a comment on one of my videos, and I'll be like, "Aw, you!" <laughs> and then he goes away for a while, and I'm kind of sad because mm-hmm. he was such a positive uh, influence on like early channel me that uh i don't know then again you let some real douchebags hang out for way longer than i i thought you would <laughs> before eventually getting rid of them <laughs> i won't name names no nah, not really. but i know i know keith knows exactly who i'm talking about probably yes. 
<laughs> I've interacted with some of them. I will say that uh, a Twitch audience is easier to measure as an as an audience yeah. than a YouTube audience. Very think, much so. Yeah, Wander's Wander's Twitch chat is definitely like, uh, it, like right now I think it's in a pretty good state. Like yeah. every time I go in there, I have a good time. I have good conversation. People are generally positive and contributing very well. So whatever whatever the Twitch chat is currently doing and the people that are moderating it, um, like I think the results are showing. It's, on that it also, it's, it's also like the difference between having a bunch of like thousands of YouTube videos where just completely random scattered comments happen all day, every day versus a unified chat room that people have mm -hmm. to hang out in live. Like that's mm -hmm. it's such a different context. Yeah, yeah. That, that, at the very least, you can have a better awareness of their existence than, than sometimes than the cloud mm -hmm. of names that come at you on YouTube sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I actually, I was going to say one other thing. I, uh, my YouTube chat for a while had role playing going on, and I finally had oh. to kill that because I was just like, <laughs> you know, it was fun. Nothing it was personal fun originally. Bots teleports yeah, was, behind it, you. It, it was. It was fun originally, but it was also one of those where people would be like, why does Wander never read, like, YouTube chat? And I'm like, because it's nothing. Because 80% <laughs> of it is just, like, like irrelevant. While, and... while you play video games, I studied the blade. Why aren't you reading my live journal that's being posted in your in your yeah. uh, YouTube chat? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was just finally like, uh, I, I, can't, I can't do this, especially if, like, I start getting two, 300 people watching because I know there's a number of people that probably want to actually talk and interact with me. <laughs> Later. Just give him a role play subsection on your Discord and I did. Then we did. Mute it. And got, then mute and, it. Uh, <laughs> and we had to we had to kill the kill it because No I, no no. I, there's a new there's a new private one not attached to uh like I have two Discords now. One for oh, role play. That's yeah. confusing. One for role play? Whoa. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why I, did they wanted it? I set up a role playing sub channel and just it's... muted it, and I've never looked at it. Why don't <laughs> Jesus? If why set up a Discord at all? Just tell them to install like. Why don't they set up their Discord? Just... Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Why did you do it? Anyone I... can make a Discord. Do they because want you to way... read it? Do they want you this to is watch? Robot's official role playing <laughs> server. He doesn't I guess? read. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just letting them do what they want as long as things don't get weird again. I don't care. That's but like this way. Tell them of having like... a guild based around being a fan of a YouTube channel and. That YouTube channel isn't a person that plays that game. <laughs> is that true. what happened with the game grumps? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Or no, actually, oh, well. like almost every game they play has something like that happen to them. That's funny as shit, Wander. <laughs> yes. It's amazing that you have a separate. I almost want to get invited, but I know I don't want to. Every now I... and then, all you can do is dwell on what the fuck our lives are. <laughs> I, I I go on there every once in a while to read mod chat, but I've got like every other sub channel muted. Why is I feel it moderated? It, I don't have time. <laughs> Who's moderating it? The Who role playing like, mods. No, you can't. You. Oh man, God. I don't know. Like you don't Let's have a sword because a you didn't. Day. You didn't say you had a sword until you, it was convenient, and that's against the rules. <laughs> no, uh, I had a real force field. Oh. <laughs> I we gotta cut it. We gotta cut it. Oh, yeah, we gotta cut it. It's going, See you guys it's next time. Bad. Send your questions to fournerdsquestions at gmail.com. We'll probably Better get than to a them except 30. the stupid ones, like the ones could I posted be, in Discord. Could be worse. So we'll, be rule we'll either answer your question field. or we'll laugh about your question behind your back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those questions you just linked were pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, they were, those were awful. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're basically our version of how do you type with boxing gloves on your hands. <laughs>